Chapin. The Drew and Mike Show is rolling into Thursday. Yes. From the deals in the D.com studios. And we're brought to you by Hall Financial. Spring buying season is rocking, and they got a great new announcement. A 1% down program with up to 4000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. Forgivable, me- forgivable means the money's yours. Four grand if you qualify. And it's, uh, it's buying season. Inventory's up a bit. You think you're about uh, spring or summer renovations or second home or something like that. Take advantage of the equity in your house now. It takes five minutes to find out what that number is and how you can refi with Hall Financial. Or if you want to get rid of nasty high-interest credit card debt, call Hall. 866-CALL-HALL. Be sure to tell them you heard about them on the show. All right. So, I got some great news today from Dan Evans. Hey. Who provided a taste of Tate. Oh, no kidding. Which I forwarded to Brandon. I want to hear it now. It's not in the clear. You have to wait till the theme song's over. (laughs) Oh. not, not only that, but right the now. Efron fart, the slow-mo Efron fart. He, oh Efron fart. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it. He must that, have them cataloged, right? He's like a genius of some sort. Savant. I don't know how Dan <laughs> Evans does it, but uh, I got to tell you, the gurgling fart is... I feel like studios should be purchasing the gurgling fart from us. <laughs> For a sound effect. And we should be paying Tay. Tay would have to sue us, of course, to get what oh, well. we got. Yeah, we also great. sent along the butt mic Efron fart, which is what I was talking about. This this one, Trudy. Hello. Afrin? <laughs> as well as the slow mo. Hello. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. From Afrin from um Holy and Dynamite, right? I don't Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. That's who you guys were talking Wait, to. We were calling Afrin? <laughs> No. Yes, I believe it was. What? I think so. Really? Rico? What's? I mean, there are other people named Efren. Pedro? We were calling Pedro? I don't think so. And Mike farted like that? I don't think so either. Well, I had, he also sent like a revisited where you guys went back and you know talked about that fart. I can tack that on at the end of the show today. And so that'll give a better explanation of the Efren fart. But more importantly... Oh, the Efren fart has a recorded history? Yes. Yes. This fart right here. It's like a documentary. Oh. Efren? And then... Uh, I don't have the normal speed tape fart yet. I'll have to pull that one, but I do have the slow mo. That's that's the crowd reacting. Now, did you hear the elephant though? Yes. <laughs> How about a taste of tape? The full segment. It's two and a half minutes. Wow. Oh boy. You want to hit it? Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear that gurgle fart. It's incredible. <laughs> right. It's the best. People should buy it. I'm uh, Offers, I'm open to offers. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tate. Hang on. Wait, complete silence. Wait a minute. Just a minute. What <laughs> Mike complete wants Complete silence. Mike was jealous. But <laughs> was getting all this attention. Nice sound quality. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'll be ready to go. All right. <laughs> He's like out of breath. What's going on? Will, will anyone will anyone hold the microphone for Tate for a valuable prize? <laughs> what creates the? Yeah, we need somebody to hold the microphone. Oh, come, on so come on in here. <laughs> uh, we need a shirt for this guy. He's gonna oh, hold. The crowd gets gonna really loud. All right. Tate is bent over. Charlie, what is it that makes the elephant sound backwards? Slow down. 
actually a crowd. Uh, that was air going in my ass. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what, Tate? Hold your own microphone. You know what? Hold your own. Listen to that thing. Tate's retired. He's retired his butt, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, you know why? Because... He was so upended by what's his face, the other guy. Oh, Tate's me thing? No, no, there, there was two of them. Remember there there Jeremy. Here. No, Tate, Tate was the. Or no, Tate, Tate was the than Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy was the no, one. No, he sent the fart the separate. Didn't Tate become like a fool? With, uh, with the announcer, David Lee actually introduces it, I think. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right, David yeah. Lee. Oh, my God. Great pipes, by the way. He does incredible the best pipes. Where is David yeah. Lee? I don't know. I think he's. I hear him on ads still every once in a while. He was from Milwaukee, I thought. Yeah, he was. Right. He's here for a long time. And a good time. I played, <laughs> I played it off my phone, Brandon. You beat me to it, Trudy. That's <laughs> great. Um, yeah, oh, that Tate. was like uh, a Taste of Tate Inception Thank version. You know. Thank you. It's time for a taste. <laughs> That was a good fart. <laughs> the elephants. Yes, it was at the zoo. Actually, the Silverdome parking lot. <laughs> There were probably 500 people listening to a guy who could fart on command right. around a microphone at a tailgate party at the Silverdome. <laughs> David Lee is uh, living in Wisconsin and still doing tons of voiceovers. Wow. He's got okay. a whole website, yeah. So, <laughs> it's us here in the future listening to us listen to that in the past. So. That's true. It's, well, it's inception. And, somebody, and a boner liner sent in a fart, too. Listen. <laughs> okay, I, I know I'm going to get complain. I can't believe you're still farting. Okay, sorry to all the fart governors. I've heard from a couple. Most people find it pretty amusing. It's part of the history of the show. So I, I apologize to the fart governors who just don't find farts funny anymore. Of course, they were funny. One guy says, oh, yeah, you guys, you think farts are still funny? And then he goes on to say that, Mike Clark was the whole show. And I'm like, oh, Mike Clark was the whole show, the guy that farted. All the time. <laughs> but now it's not okay. Oh, he's mature now. God, the wow. chamber of farts. <laughs> the chamber of farts. That Efren fart was incredible. Yeah, I know. I really like that one. I like one this, more time. I like the original. Hello. <laughs> and then this one. Hello. <laughs> I love how everyone respects the fart and doesn't talk over it. Efren, <laughs> oh, Trudy, or anyone else. Hello. Efren. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that was not That was not Pedro No, you can hear the guy answer Pedro does not say, hello Hello <laughs> One more time, Efren, please Slow-mo or regular? No, regular, just regular <laughs> Hello Efren Hello Efren Oh Hello Efren oh. 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 O
I'm okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is that you, Mark? Going whoa. I don't think so. No. I thought that was you. Hold on. Whoa. It could be you. If only I could hear it in slow mo. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you, Mark. Man, that's quite something. Wow. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the timing too, because I think the phone was ringing and Mike was going to fart over the phone ringing, and yeah. Efren just picked up and went quickly. Hello. <laughs> it was too late. Efren. <laughs> If only we had video of him <laughs> holding one in for when someone answered the phone, because that look was priceless. Well, you can hear it all the time in the audio going, hurry up, um, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, but the look on his face and clenched cheeks. Oh, so God. ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry, Efren, if you're still out there. Oh, he loved it. He had fart air on his face, and he dug it. Dug it. Probably did. Well, um... Let's see. I got a couple things. Uh, one, uh, I want you to subscribe, if you would, to our YouTube channel, which is Rock and Rolling, and we're up to I think seventy three hundred and fifty subscribers. So it's it's getting there slowly. But uh, I had I had an idea. I don't know if anybody's going to be excited about this. Bentley was excited about it. I wanted to have a contest within the show where someone will pick the video of the day for YouTube, and whoever gets the most views in a week would win a thousand dollars. It would be. Jim versus Mark versus Trudy versus Brandon, whoever had the most views, would win the money. But you have to pick the video once a day. Who gets to pick first? And should we only do it on the days that all three of us are here? No, you'll pick, you'll have one week to yourself where you'll pick the video every day. Oh, I see what you're saying. And we'll give you a mulligan too. One mulligan. I'm in. It'll go in the pole barn fund. I've been thinking about joining Cameo just for that. All right. So everybody's in? Sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to whoop your asses. Good thing and, is and by I the get, way, I pe- get to control the videos, too. So. People picking duds will get unmerciful shit. Oh, boy. If you pick a dud, Trudy, I'm telling you, there's going to be huge uh, pressure. Well, okay. Trudy, I'll just make this the whole <laughs> shot the whole time, and you'll win. <laughs> I don't know about that. Why not? It would help. Because I have to Bra- look into the camera the whole time. And in Brandon's week, I'll just do this. Blind. <laughs> make it an uninteresting <laughs> video to watch. <laughs> it's, it's just a waveform. Subscribe to the YouTube for the Drew and Mike show, please. I'm not going to talk about any ridiculous goals somebody may have set. I don't know. I didn't put all this pressure on the show. It's crazy. But uh, hopefully we can get there. Uh, the other thing was I got an email from somebody who's a big fan of the show. This was really, this really hit home for me. Uh, tell me what you guys think. Huge fan of the show. I drive for a local Anheuser-Busch distributor. Main product is Bud Light. It's big time panic, panic mode at our company the last few weeks. Bud Light pays Fuck our bills. Hey, Kid Rock. Sales have dropped dramatically. Ooh. It's scary. There are millions whose livelihood depend on Bud Light, and I would bet 99% of them didn't want any part of this Dylan Mulvaney Fuck ad Bud campaign. Light. Just figured I'd get my two cents um, some from someone in the thick of this. Thanks for the podcast. Keep it stiff. And he asked that his name not be used. <clears throat> but wow, this is real. This is really happening. Wow. America has said, fuck you to a corporation and just stopped consuming their product mm-hmm. over an ad. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it's something that is going to affect advertising. Uh, who's going to be the next person? Like people didn't like the product that much to begin with. Mm. Oh, I think I people think are fine so. with the product. I, I don't think this product was about to drop 
twenty percent no, in two weeks. Obviously, there was something that set it off, but really, you're gonna punish yourself if you like it. Yeah, but well, you can easily switch from Bud Light to I, Miller Light to Coors point. Light. Yeah. But if it's your preferred beer, because it's your preferred beer, and now when you go out and buy it, you might get second looks. I told you the story, Mark. Over the weekend, I went to a bowling fundraiser, and I walk up, and I'm getting a beer, and I just said, ah, just give me a Bud Light. And then she reaches for the bottle, and I was like, ah, give me draft. <laughs> and I got a draft, and there's a bunch of people. And the very first thing someone said to me was, hey, man, did you get a draft so you can hide your tranny fluid? <laughs> and I said, uh, well, yeah, it is a Bud Light. And he's like, good move with the draft. So where was this? <laughs> a bowling alley. Brandon, by the way, I'm glad you're supporting the bowling community. Oh, I love bowling. <laughs> what kind of a fundraiser was it? It was a fundraiser for a family that was in need, and it was put on by Maz's good friend out in uh, Hideaway Lane, so that was very good. Wow. You should have on the podcast. And I won two of the gift baskets. You know what I did? You know how Is that the idea behind the fundraiser to see who won the most gift baskets? <laughs> well, that's how you generate the money. You know, it's a whole bunch of giveaways and you get the uh, the blind tickets and stuff like that. So I bought a bunch of tickets, but what I did was instead I started putting my tickets in prizes that nobody wanted, you know? And then I just started winning them all. I won a Mary Kay something or other, gave it to my wife, happy as hell. I won a hat. Just, it doesn't seem like the, the purpose of the fundraiser was to be bragging about all the gifts that you It's fantastic. I know we raised over 10 grand for the Schemed your way into winning. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, can you imagine being this guy who drives for Anheuser-Busch, and all of a sudden, the whole everybody in the office is sweating their balls off? Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, what the? they they got to be scratching and saying, what, what the hell happened? What hit us? Yeah. That's, in, <laughs> that's incredible. So is that it's just, amazing. Is she fired or did they lay them off? What? I thought what I heard. What are we talking about? She's supposedly taking a leave of absence. Leave of absence, right. I don't think she's going to be welcomed back. <laughs> no. Just my opinion. In fact, I was really wondering, is somebody out there going to go, Oh, I really like what she's doing. Let's hire her. No. And be a hero? I'm not sure not that's what they've happen. seen, no. Well, it was a pretty bad move. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if people don't want the product anymore because of your marketing, <laughs> that's pretty much the opposite of what it's supposed to be. Well, the fact that they're kind of trying to hit this issue over the head with a sledgehammer, too, you know, using the people's uh-huh. favorite beer. He's a sledgehammer. Efren. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just feel like she didn't sort of understand marketing. No, no, she didn't. She had her own idea. She had her own thoughts that, oh, it should be inclusive. And, yeah, you know, inclusive, I think everybody understands what the point is. But when you're talking about marketing a beer that mostly guys drink, that's a very middle American beer, every time I see a story about it now, and I swear there's a story every day, they use those pictures of Dylan Mulvaney in the bubble bath, making that stupid face holding a Bud Light can. It's like, ah! I can't even stand the picture myself. Not that I hate her or I hate that she's trans or anything like that. It's just it's just such a ghastly picture. I just think that the girl's intention was, you know, we're going to put this out. It's going to make a splash on, you know, the TikTok market. Mm-hmm. And it all that that's it. And then we'll go it's on. It's a fluke. Business it's kind usual. of a fluke, really. They didn't expect it to become the face of the product. No. Which right now, if you just Google Bud Light and go to the image searches, <laughs> it's all Dylan Mulvaney. Well, we do it. Go to the Bud Light. All right, look at it. Search on Bud, Bud Light. Light. Oops. Yeah. Let's see the images. Image search. Uh, all Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> there she Not is. Not all, Where's but... the bathtub picture? 
I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't the New York Post bad. loves the bathtub picture. Wait, is she in the bathtub? Yes, she's in the bath. It's a bubble bath, and she's she's making this really like. Was the second video she made, yeah. And um, oh man, and while love, everyone love while everyone talks about Kid Rock and the country singers, three it's really three pub, very public people who made a statement about it. That's not enough to do it. I mean, this obviously, it annoyed a lot of people. They brought attention to it, but people are literally not buying the push, just saying, fuck it. And we've seen, how many times have we seen this where people said, fuck Nike, fuck him for this oh, Colin Kaepernick guy. All the time, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's usually just a big thing on social media for a few days, and people forget, but I don't know if people are going to forget this. And... Um, <laughs> I wonder if this is going to affect Bud Weiser. Oh, well, yeah, of course, because it's all it's, under the... Yeah, I mean... Which is what company again? Anheuser-Busch. InBev. InBev, yeah. Bush. InBev. So, um, you know, I really feel for this guy driving the truck, and uh, I, I understand what he's saying, is that you're not punishing Dylan Mulvaney. She got her money. Yeah. She got the money. I wonder what they paid her, by the way. Ooh, good question. Probably a nice chunk of change. <laughs> well, ten million uh, TikTok followers. I don't know what that pays, but I know that significant. Yeah, it's probably significant. What is your move now, if you're Budweiser or InBev, to sort of save the day? Well, they, what do you do? They now? made that cool video. That yeah, they made a video. very patriotic video of the Clydesdales clomping yeah, right. by all these American institutions. They that fucked we love. up by not responding right away too. They didn't help themselves. I don't think they knew what to, I think they were shell-shocked. I think they were absolutely stunned. And, of course, this girl is running the marketing department saying, Oh, no, this is great! <laughs> She's on this podcast bragging and talking about what a shitbag company they used to be. Not attention, Freddy. And the frat pictures come out of her. I mean, it was really a pretty perfect shitty storm for that girl. <laughs> but... Um, and then also the fact that you find out she went to Harvard and she went to Groton and she's, you know, this brilliant Harvard marketing person who knows better than all of the Bud Light drinkers. Um, but again, it's hard not to think about this guy driving the truck who's listening to the podcast right now, by the way. I, I feel for you. I do. And I don't know what to say. I don't because I don't know. I suppose it'll pass. Yeah, maybe yeah, eventually. Probably, uh -huh. I think. Yeah. Does the brand have to actually go away and they make a new brand? It's the number it's one the number selling one, beer in America. It's the number dilly one dilly. selling beer in America. It still is, though, after yes. all of this? No, not that. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know had, about that. They have so many other labels, right. too, so I don't know why, you know, it's uh, maybe it's just not going to be replaced by other InBev stuff. I mean, there's only like two breweries. You know, massive breweries. Well, Coors people, Light. people are drinking Anheuser products. They're just not drinking... Well, it doesn't sound like it, though, if his truck's... Cor Coors, Light and, uh, Coors Light and Miller Light were the big beneficiaries, they said. Right. There's also a new... What is this new beer? Right-wing beer or conservative right beer <laughs> right or something? Did you hear about this? No. I, Somebody I started brewing a beer 12 days ago that is... I, I can't remember what it's called. I just read about it. It said they've sold a million dollars worth of beer already in 12 days. Huh. Now, that's not that much beer, but ultra, it's a lot it's of beer. It's called ultra-right. Ultra-right beer, yeah. <laughs> really? Ultra-right. And I guess, yeah, some people are just ordering it out the ass, but I don't think most people even know about it. I just heard about it. Well, Coors and Miller are the same company. 
in Molson. Oh, are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, again, though, this is a guy who Basically drives... InBev and, and, and Molson Coors. This guy's a distributor for Anheuser-Busch who, who drives Bud Light. Hmm. Our main product is Bud Light. So, I, you know, if it was no big deal, I don't think they'd all be panicked over there. I saw the original viral video of the Bud Light driver who was walking through the store and showing all the Bud Light and, you know, I don't have any deliveries, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of thought I, I couldn't take it serious because these days you don't know if that's somebody just reacting for clicks right out of the gate or not. But it sounds like, you know, with your email and from articles that we're seeing that they're really hurting from it. Oh, yeah. No, they I mean, their quote was that it's been rough, not catastrophic, but rough. And I mean, <laughs> rough but not catastrophic. That's not really an encouraging outcome for a marketing program. But uh, the reason, the thing that's most interesting of all about it, because I do think Bud Light will, I suppose, things will return somewhere close to normal eventually. But I got to tell you, I don't know about all these, all these commercials and all this wokeness. And I, I, I think people will be very much thinking twice about what they want to represent with their product. Because I think this is a, it's not just a perfect storm. I think it's, it's a culmination of this sort of preachy corporate, you know, commercial business and people rolling their eyes. And then suddenly there's a product where you can really affect it and saying, no, mm-mm, I don't like that. So fuck you. So anyway, the same day that I get this email... Leah Thomas shows up on TMZ. Can you hit TMZ, Brandon? She's on a podcast. I think it's called Dear Skyler. And she's responding to, uh, who's her nemesis? Who's the Riley girl? Gaines. Riley Gaines, yeah. And, and a lot of the people who say, hey, I'm fine with her. I just don't think she should be swimming against me because I can't compete with her. And um, I didn't watch it because I thought, you know what, I'll just, I'm just going to cue it. I saw like her first five words and I just queued it up and said, I'll just see what she says. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do you want it up on here? Yeah, just go to um, TMZ, and it's the first show on there, and it's queued. If it's not queued, then I am turning into my Clark. 110%. <laughs> <laughs> she looked pretty cocky in the, the video, I got to say. Really? So I'm curious. Pun intended. <laughs> she does have a cock. Yeah, well. There she is. They're like, oh, we respect Leah as a woman, as a trans woman, whatever. We respect her identity. We just don't think it's fair. You can't really have that that sort of half support where you're like, oh, I respect her as a woman here, but not here. Yeah, yes, They're you can. Using the guise uh, of feminism to sort of push transphobic uh, beliefs. And I think a lot of people in that camp sort of carry an implicit bias against trans people, but don't want to, I guess, fully manifest or or speak that out. And so they try to just play it off as this sort of half support. Well, let's get into that with somebody who's immersed. Now I can see why her teammates don't like her. Because they think if you have any feelings that do not align with my feeling as a trans person, then you're transphobic. Well, I mean, why do you have to lead with your sexuality, though? Why is that important? I don't know. Why does people, everything people used have to, to always be about smart. that. It's a, she's she's a swimmer, but she was a male uh, swimmer. I, I know, she, I know, I know her story. She but. was a mediocre male swimmer. She's a good male swimmer. She was on a college male swimming team, and she was a middle of the road for her male team. She goes to the female team the next year, eighteen months later, and she's number one. She's breaking NCAA records. How does she? I'm surprised that she's okay with that, to be honest. I'm surprised. And this whole business of 
uh, insisting on changing in the room with her dick and balls with her teammates who are not comfortable, that's you don't have to be all in on that. Uh, she can't understand that somebody might not think that was cool. Yeah, it's almost like really? it's, it's provocative, you know, like that she's doing that. Well, her teammates didn't like her. They thought she was very arrogant and um, and she didn't have any comprehension that, I mean, it's just like, you have to like this or fuck you, which we just heard. So fuck you. Leading with her gender as opposed to what the team is all about. Yeah. So if you don't go along with everything, you're transphobic. That's the biggest complaint about this whole thing is that you, you're not allowed to say anything. If you say anything that disagrees with me and what I say about me and what I do, then you are transphobic. That's oh. fucked up. So can she win it all by herself then? Like she every did. event? She, uh, she, won, she set the NCAA record in one event. She but won a lot of stuff. did she swim all the events? Maybe she's no, going to... No, she didn't swim everything. Everybody on the team quits. Can she pick up the slack and beat every other swimmer? In? She, she might be able to. I don't know. Really? Did you I see that the, be pretty exhausting. You see the winner of the London Marathon? Yes. And the, the women are all upset about this, too. The London Marathon winner is a trans woman. 14,000 chicks this dude beat. And yeah. when he just raced in the Boston Marathon, he, ra he raced as a guy. Yes, and in the Tokyo Marathon. It says at the bottom, girl power. So, yeah. Well, they put a mic in front of him, I guess, towards the close to the end, and he flexed his giant biceps and said, girl power. <laughs> okay. It's sure. like the episode of South Park where <laughs> Macho Man comes in and he, oh, yeah, and he just dominates the females. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Another one. Another South Park that oh. explains it all. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I mean, it never ends. How You know, I'm surprised there's that many people that can win all these things. You would think that they some of them would just wouldn't be that good. Or, they, you know, some woman could beat them. Yeah, yeah really. I mean, come on, ladies. <laughs> Pick up the slack. <laughs> Yeah, and the uh, one woman testosterone. One woman is really pissed, and she was an Olympian, two-time Olympian, and she, I think she came in sixth or something. Yeah, Mara Yamauchi. Yeah, this is. Um, I don't know. I I don't think this is this is not going to go well. Um, this is going to, I think, muck up the whole thing to some degree. Obviously, I think most people do support people's right to do whatever the fuck they want. If they want to change their gender, then I I'm not going to argue with anybody. Mm. And they're not going to affect my life. I don't care. Yeah. But, um, you know, when it comes to competing against people who have a different body type, <laughs> you know, I, why do we even mix? Why do we have gender-specific events right. if, yeah. if there's no difference? Oh, okay. And why, if, if you were in the middle of the road with the men, why would you suddenly win with the women? If you're such a woman now, <laughs> if you're absolutely a woman now and it's equal, it's all the same, why would you win in one gender and be not even close to winning in the other? Oh, that's a good question. Did, did, does anybody ever ask her that, or, or yeah, is, I think people. Or is that? Uh, I don't know. I've not really heard that many. Is questions. that a bad people question? Are, people are. I think most people feel they're not allowed to question it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, I, I gotta ask, how did the, uh, how did the marathon winner keep her makeup on throughout the entire? <laughs> well, looks like it's. Uh, Good job keeping her makeup like the on. Sweat is. Uh, there's a little smudging running. the makeup. Well, I, I, Flexing. Oh, is that the guy that won, or the girl that won? Yeah. Yes. Power. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty strong win. chick. She came in 6,160. Oh, really? Place. Yeah. Why does the what? thing say? 
Oh, because she just she finished ahead 14. of fourteen thousand other women. Oh, oh well, that's, that's a, not at all what we thought it was. <laughs> Lost. Wait, I thought, I thought they said she won. Fourteen thousand women beat her. Twenty thousand women ran. Oh, oh so six thousand beat her. Then 6, why are they so upset about it? Yeah, no kidding. What a what, that's a weird headline. I, I mean, who weird. cares if she came in six thousandth? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, never, the girl never finished mind. behind her. You'd be mad. The. Uh, I guess, but I don't think there's any prize money involved. Uh, did you the, the two-time Olympian finish behind her? Did you see the Boston Marathon actually had three categories? Uh, they have a trans category? One for, um, like, gender fluid. For hmm. none, uh, which How many people ran in it? Um, I don't know. Well, that's that's actually kind of interesting because then you... Well, they can do that of, for swimming, too, since everyone's yeah. so concerned about the sport. In, instead of having Leah Thomas in the in the women... I mean, then you have a gender-fluid locker room. The locker, locker room thing is beyond belief to me. That blows my fucking mind. Leah Thomas has a dick and balls and is attracted to women. So how could they not feel somewhat threatened by that? So How could she not... Go change somewhere else and say, look, you're a whole team. Well, you shouldn't all have to go somewhere else while I change in here. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking asshole. stupid. She's, she's a good girl. <laughs> um, and some other... Uh, Being a diva. There was a... God, there's just a lot of news news today. Lori Vallow trial is going on, and it's really... She is so evil. She is really, truly such an evil fucking bitch. She's cuckoo. God, is she nuts. Mm -hmm. They had, uh, on GMA this morning, they had some of the, her sister, they're using a lot of the phone calls, the jailhouse, jailhouse calls. Uh-huh. And her sister is calling, crying her eyes out over these kids. Yeah. JJ and, uh, what's the daughter's name? Um... Tylee? Seven, Tylee and JJ. Yeah, she's crying her eyes out. And, and Lori Bell is just absolutely cold as ice. Really? Yeah, and then when she's like, I, you know, how can you, I'm so upset about this. How do you know I'm not feeling bad? Just cool as a cucumber. And, and she says, uh, she calls her out on the, uh, you're in Hawaii taking these wedding photos. You look like you're just happy as can be. Dancing on the beach. That's that's the really incredible thing, I think, when you realize that those kids are dead underground on his property, and they're in Hawaii getting married, and they've got a professional photographer taking these pictures of them. I was going to say, your sister had the best comeback because she's talking about, look, I would have raised them. I would have taken them off your hands, and, she, and this is really upsetting to me. She's like, you don't think this is upsetting to me? And that's when she said, you're on the beach getting married taking pictures. Yeah. Like, she just doesn't get it. She's nuts. She is. Um, has there been a good psychological profile of her? I would love to read. Yeah, cunt. Um, well, I know that. <laughs> That's what the therapist wrote. I just yeah. wonder what, what they've assigned to her. She's a psychopath or, a, you know, just a narcissist or extreme narcissist. I mean, usually there's some label they'll, well, they'll put on them. But what, What's a psychopath she, again versus a, a sociopath? She, uh, um, one acts out on them. Psychopath, I think, acts out on those things. And a sociopath. Sociopaths do too, though. They don't act out as commonly. Uh, although, you know, it's the number that's of sociopaths in this country has gone up quite a bit. I think I said eightfold from. Really? Yeah, 25 or 30 years ago. But sociopaths, uh, while they have no empathy, they don't always cross lines, you know, criminal lines. Yeah. But. When you have eight times as many, you have more people crossing lines because 
And when they start crossing lines, that's when, you know, they get very concerned because, oh, they're, the door's open. Right. They cross this one. They might cross that one. And it gets easier once. Yeah. I mean, the common um, sort of arc of that, I mean, there was this case in Columbus where this guy would just open people's doors first, you know, and then he would open their door and just take a step in. So he all the time was taking advantage of opportunities to try to get farther and farther. And then he ended up going in and raping people. But yeah, it took that's, him, yeah, that's a would, good example. He would try it out and then he would go a little bit farther and a little bit farther. And once they get away with it, then they're, you know, just um, doing it all the time. There's a, there's a story out of Colorado where someone, I think this is what's happening. The person is driving past someone on the highway and they throw a rock at the passing car just before it gets to them. Mm -hmm. So they have a giant rock hit the windshield. And in some cases, it hasn't hit the windshield. It hits the side window or something. Someone did this to seven people in 45 minutes. They just drove around with a rock in the car, with seven rocks in the car, however many. And they just did it to people within a, I think they said it was within a 15-minute radius. Can't they just find somebody driving around with a lot of rocks? I think this is their person of interest right here. We got enough rocks here, too. We could build a pretty decent shelter just using rocks. I know they questioned some, her. Some idiots driving around with a ton of rocks. <laughs> so uh, apparently. Just the idea was to see what happened? No, they're, they want to hurt somebody. They killed somebody. Havoc. One woman is dead. Yeah. A 20-year-old woman is dead. Uh, and uh, I think there's some injuries, too. Oh, is this the Colorado one? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, because I thought you said California, and no. I thought you said, I'm sorry. The Colorado um, guys have been caught. Oh, they caught somebody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's actual audio of them. We got enough rocks here, too. We could build a pretty decent shelter just using rocks. That's why I thought you were talking about California. Oh. These dudes, oh, these three no, this morning, they had not been caught. caught. This morning, they did a story on uh, GMA, and they said they're still looking for somebody. So it's three kids. Mm -hmm. High schoolers. Just uh, Wow. Uh, what's it say about them? They're losers. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it says? That's it. That's the, that's the whole story. Loser. Okay, they're all 18, so they'll all be charged as adults, yeah, so for, that's good. They're being charged with first-degree murder because it was all premeditated. Seven different people were hit by the rocks. Oh, wow. look at her. Oh, my God. She was killed by those dickheads. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah and we had the local one that was just up north on 75. The arrest came as a result of cell phone device forensics. No shit. Right on. Wow. What does so that they, mean? they were able to determine, they probably, somebody probably went through all the phones bouncing off towers in, in those places where that rock was thrown mm -hmm. in two, two separate instances and found a match or found three matches or something like that. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. What a violation of privacy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares yeah. about privacy. God, that's, that's good police work right there. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how long it took them because I saw another case that, they were trying to do the same thing. They were trying to find the same phone in two different places, and it took a long time because they had to go through a lot of numbers. Yeah. I mean, it, de it depends on how dense the area was population-wise. but Yeah, it was Denver. So, uh, you know, I don't know how rural a part of was outside Denver or what, but... Uh, Denver sucks ass. <laughs> well, they... Um, they didn't consult their murder consultant because their murder consultant would have said, don't take your phones on that. <laughs> yes, that's number one. Day uh, number, one stuff, right? Number two is... Uh, don't you have a feeling they videotaped it, too? I mean... They probably did. 18-year-olds throwing rocks out. I, I wonder if they just posted it somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about that, but you never know. If that's how they caught them through Discord. their cell phone. Oh, they said it... Uh, oh. You know, maybe they well, filmed it. Well, it cell phone forensics, I think, didn't it? 
Yeah. Well, I bet it's GPS, or or I bet it's I bet it's off cell phone. Well, powers. to make sure they did all of them, yeah. But I wonder if there was a hint from social media ahead of time because eighteen year olds are dumb. I, I I bet I bet you're absolutely right. I put I fifty on that. Uh, well, we'll we'll find out that it was on somebody's. They yeah. they just arrested them because they were not this morning. They were reporting they were still. Yeah, it was only three hours ago or five hours ago, but they put it on TikTok and they lip sync to this. We got enough rocks here too. We could build a pretty decent shelter just using rocks. Uh, oh, you love it. <laughs> Don't scoff. Completely. What? I, I mean, you wonder what? What makes three? 18-year-olds. Boredom. Boredom, yeah. It's just that usually when people do things like this, it's one person. It's hard to get three or two people. I mean, there's a, there are a couple of serial murder cases where you have two people together. Very rare. Extremely rare. Because you have to connect with someone on killing people. Well, I think well, social media has taken care of that now, too. What what um, serial killers were there two of besides Otis Toole and his boyfriend? Who was the other? Was there was there a, one? There's one named, I think his name is NG. NG? Mm-hmm. He was in San Francisco, in northern San Francisco. Uh-huh. They had buried a bunch of people. Oh, the, the school bus they buried? No, not the school bus. Oh. That was three guys, though. That was nuts. They, they had a bunch of people buried on a farm somewhere. I, I want to say like 20 people. I think I mean, it was a really weird, weird story. They're not that well known, but I think one of their their names is Nij. Yeah, Charles Ng. Isn't that no? No, it's Nij. It's Nij. And Mark, you're thinking of Henry Lee Lucas. Oh, that's right. That was palled around with Otis Tool, and they ended up killing Walsh's kid, which had him start America's Most Wanted, and. Those guys yeah, Hank killed, and Otis. Those guys killed a lot of people. Well, wasn't the Boston Strangler uh, one of those situations, too? Two people? It was... I, I didn't know that. I, I think they theorized that it was, like, three guys hmm. who were all in the same insane asylum at the, it, at the same time, and they used the same M.O. for all of their various Well, are you true? Are you like, sure you're not thinking of that movie about the mental institution where the four guys escape, and one of them is the married with children dad, and they escape, and they <laughs> no, run around for a couple no, days? No, no, no. <laughs> I watched that. Um, I watched the. I mean, you get most of your stuff from movies. I'm just wondering. I did. The Boston Strangler movie, though, was just on. What was it? Netflix. Sure, you were watching The Fugitive. <laughs> the one armed man. One armed man <laughs> and his two buddies. My mom loved The Fugitive. Oh, she loved David Jensen. Series. It yeah, wasn't she... me. It was the one armed man. All right, I got the top uh, murdering couples. Okay. I got the list of them right here. I know everybody lo- hates lists, but Carla Homolka oh, and Paul Bernard. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, those two. The Ken, Ken and Barbie, Barbie killers. killers. Oh, God. Is really him? He is so Bonnie weird. Bonnie and Clyde. They put Bonnie and Clyde in there. They also put uh, Myra Hindley and Ian Brady, the Moors murderers. Never heard of them. Wait, that, Next. Those are two guys? How about Christine Puella? Puella and Chris Snyder. Apparently, they are the Clear Aww. Lake Massacre. No relation to David Puella. <laughs> uh, Richardson family murders. Kim Edwards and Lucas Markham, the Twilight Killers. Weird. Well, that means they kept up. I've never uh, heard of any of these. Yeah, me either. Well, they, but, I they mean, keep people. Out the, um, who's the guy? Oh, wait, are these, Starkweather? Are these serial killers? I'm talking about serial killers. Are yeah, almost like Stark, always Charles one Starkweather. But she girl. didn't kill anyone. Yeah. Um, she was a f- was she was so 14, weird. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, she lives in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Are these serial killers, Brandon? Yeah. So Kenneth Kenneth Bianchi, Bianchi he's a big and one. Angelo Buono, yeah. yeah those that are... was a, oh, that was a weird one. Wait, was it wasn't part of the Hillside Stranglers? Was it wasn't that two people? Is that Bianchi? 
No, that's Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. <laughs> yeah, they just Inge, showed up. No, Inge, Mark. Oh, Inge. Inge. They just showed up on the list. Brandon Inge. Sex offenders Stephen Dean Gordon and Frank Kano. I, I don't know any of these cases. Oh, I look at that guy's, <laughs> like guy's Wolfman Jack look. <laughs> Sounds like a new series for ID. Yeah, these aren't the best looking uh, guys I've ever seen. No. It seems like serial killers are usually terribly attractive. Except for Bundy. You think you'd have a hot serial killer once in a while? Yeah, Bundy, that's true. Yeah. Chicks love Bundy. Well, Richard Ramirez is a looker. Oh, God, those eyes. Except for those his teeth. eyes. And he was scary. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a couple of incredible true crime stories. I try to keep them relatively short. Just amazing. I saw this show on ID last night. It's still blue. I never heard the story either. Just absolutely blew my mind. And uh, also, Biden had a gaffe in his first speech today. Yeah, boy. You know, it's, it's not, I hate to call it a gaffe. I think it's just one of those things. He's 80. Yeah, he's And I think he spaced something out. And, and there are assholes who are just going through his speech looking for shit. It's all right. <laughs> because they do that. Yeah. I mean, they always fact check presidents. And unfortunately, whenever Biden tells a story, there's going to be something fucked up because he's so old. I think he's thinking of what just happened and what happened like 50 years ago when they get like he's too fucking old brain. period. I, I really think he's too old. I hate to say that. In fact, um, every, it's not an uncommon opinion. I mean, most people don't want him to run in this morning. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw this. I think it was on CBS. They said 72 percent of people polled in the U.S. say the country is out of control. It's like what? Um, so we need the steady hand of 80-year-old Joe Biden to get the country under control. What if Joe Weeby gets himself a really hot shot vice president? Now, that might be a good ticket. Not that might happen. make some sense. I, he needs a better vice. He really needs a strong I, I was, vice president. I was shocked that he I, thought Kamala would. Not I just happen. think it's too complicated to change. It's not about what's best for the country. It's no. about, no, it's too embarrassing. It'll be embarrassing to her. And You'll lose she's votes. the first African-American vice president, so it'll look bad. What, what if they did a, a Bernie, <laughs> Joe and Bernie? Oh my God. I, Bernie, Bernie seems sharp as hell to me. I don't agree with Bernie's politics, but I, I really believe he's passionate. I think he's sincere, and I think he's very sharp. I saw him, uh, just saw him on Bill Maher, I think. Everybody always talks about a third candidate. Isn't, wouldn't this be the time for a third candidate? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. we've got to split a vote. Cubes. Cubes. Oh, Cubes would be awesome. Crazy Bernie. Love cubes. I don't know. Um, I, I think it wouldn't be, I think it'd be Where, a really good time. Where's the rock? I thought the rock was going to run. The Rock would easily no, win Mark, against he's, us, too. Who, who would you rather be, President of the United States or head of the USFL? Fuck, he's not going to He doesn't have to divest. Uh, and by the way, it's the XFL. Don't confuse the your audience. If he was president, he could make that the football league. He, you know, NFL. He could Executive flick, order. We're the, number one, we're the number one football league now. Yeah, and it's the XFL. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, all right, so give it up for Greg H., Tanya T., Vincent S., JT., and Amanda K. for their purchases at Zot Ford & Holly. We thank you for going there, supporting us and Zot Ford, the Drew and Mike show, and uh, we all appreciate that. So if you're in the market for something new or pre-loved, if you want to sell your car, please give our friends at Zot a shot. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they love taking care of you. Get out there today and lease a new 22 Ford Bronco Sport Big Bend all-wheel drive as low as Two ninety-eight a month, or the buy it with one point nine percent financing for seventy-two months, or stop by Zot and lease a new twenty-two Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as two eighty-two a month. Finally, go lease a new twenty-two Ford F one fifty Super Crew XLT four by four at two forty-four a month or lower. You could actually save another twenty to fifty bucks a month. 
if you qualify for a Ford private offer. Give Anthony Orgabara a call today and see if you're eligible. Plus, if you could buy uh, buy this bad boy with 2.9% financing for 72 months, why not? Get details and search thoughts uh, Ford's banging inventory at deedlesinthedee.com and insure it at Legacy Partners. They are the home of the Drew and Mike show, I would say, right? Most of us, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Home and auto insurance rates. If you haven't checked in the past year on what your rates are, you're probably paying too much. They check in for you. They keep an eye on your rates, and they continually shop all the carriers all the time that you're with them to find out if they're giving you the lowest rate. And um, if you're with somebody and you haven't called Legacy Partners, you're going to be pissed off when you find out what break you could have had. Not only does Legacy do home and auto, they also do life insurance, and they can get you signed up for Medicaid, Medicare. So give them a call today, 586-209-4106, 586-209-4106. And Ghostbudsters, wants to thank everybody for the big turnout on 420. Great time meeting everybody. Um, we're going to have events all summer that we'll direct you to where you can find Ghostbudsters. And, of course, they are the small batch craft cannabis locally caregiver-run and operated. Premium packaging helps keep the product safe. Or um, fresh, that is, and safe, too. And um, some fell out in my backpack the other day. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Where at work? Did well, Lila eat them? Before, oh, no, but before I got... <laughs> She'd love to chew on that on that uh, that <gasps> container they have. Uh, yeah, I got to work, and I'm like, oh, I, I can't take this backpack <laughs> It had to air out. That's how intense it is. You mean marijuana? Yeah, shop for it at Joyology in Westland, Green Genie in Detroit, Mind Right in... Uh, New Baltimore, not Baltimore, right? You know what? No, it's not all in the way Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, the Breeze in Hazel Park, which is, of course, where the 420 event was with Brandon, Eli, and um, Marcus. Marcus. And Labuda, who's on the men's. 420, that's when you toke up. What's wrong uh, with uh, Labuda? He had a mild heart attack. Oh, Thanks no. to the podcast. Sorry, I didn't get all the way Thanks through. for caring enough to, about Tom to listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel pretty guilty now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maz, by the way, called to tell me that uh, Ryan could not be here today for the final mock draft, which I Damn know is going to be upsetting to Trudy. I think Ryan buckled under the pressure. What? Why? I, I don't know. I just think, uh, <laughs> well, first yeah, I mean, of all, Maz picks Hooker as the second quarterback in the first round in their last mock draft. That had to be a little disappointing. I've been telling everybody about the mock mock draft that they can listen to on the Drew and Mike show. You better get on the. <laughs> it's phone. on the YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, I know so little about it though. I just have to. Is there warn you. is there any news that can be said in thirty seconds about anything that's changing in the draft besides Jameson no. Williams being out for? Okay, good. Um, do uh, how much Dire Straits does Wheels play? Um, couple tunes. Just a couple. Yeah. Which ones? I think money, um, and I'm not really sure what the other one. Money for nothing. That's the one Dire Straits song I was sick of. I was just sick of it. Yeah, I just heard it too much. You could probably play Salt in the Swing, right? Yeah, Salt in the Swing has almost. It's got almost a billion streams. Really? Yeah, it's a huge. It's their biggest song. Really? God, I would have thought Money for Nothing. Yeah, me too. But it's third. Yeah, Uh, second is Walk of Life. Yep. Yeah, you know what? Um, It's Cam Gibson sent me a text. He was wondering. About brothers in arms, I think because he's so young, he just discovered it. He's really into it. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of doing my uh, back work on brothers in arms. I was listening to it, which I hadn't heard that album in so long. Yeah. What? It's like Dire Straits. Nobody talks about Dire Straits right now, do they? 
Is no, not really. Isn't they kind of just forgotten? He never well, tours? They're kind of dormant. I saw him at the palace, though. I thought it was amazing. When, though? Oh, that was a really long time ago. But I mean, I saw him in the 90s, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. But, um, but his guitar is mesmerizing. Absolutely. But why does Dire Straits never tour? Why does Mark, does Mark Knopfler tour? I can't think of him coming around. I don't think so. I mean, he participates every so often in, like, with other guitarists in something, mm-hmm. but not formally. Well, what was uh, interesting to me listening to Brothers in Arms was I started thinking, God, there's a lot of Dylan influence in Mark Knopfler. I mean, you just hear it. And and then I started reading on it because I want to give Cam my accurate portrayal. And it said that he had just worked with Dylan on Infidels before Brothers in Arms. And I thought, wow, well, that makes sense. And I knew they, they toured together, didn't they? Didn't Dylan tour with Dire Straits? I don't remember. Or did Knopfler just work with Dylan? Maybe. Because Dylan, Dylan toured with the dead. He toured with Tom Petty. He toured with a lot of people. But I knew that he was connected to Mark Knopfler. And then I was, uh, I got on this Dire Straits thing. So I went to Love Over Gold, which is the totally underrated Dire Straits, in my opinion. I can so still awesome. hear June Petit on Q99. We used to all imitate June Petit because she talked like that. June Petit. From Love Over Gold, Industrial Disease, Dire Straits on Q99. She talked like Gene Simmons? <laughs> she kind of did, yeah. She had really? a weird, like, a, I don't know if it was a New York thing. Hmm. But um, but anyway, Industrial Disease, that's one of my favorite Dire Straits songs. Yeah. Nobody plays it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the, the lyrics are really cool and funny. Sort yeah, of, the lyrics are yeah. great. Very I think he sounds Dylan-y on that, too. Yeah, he's got that kind of voice. And um, and also Telegraph Road is on Love Over Gold. It's about Telegraph is, Road. Yes, it is. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is. How could that be about Telegraph Road in Michigan? But it is. It's a 14-minute song. It's not all about Telegraph right. Road, but... Um, and I love... Trudy uh, mentioned... Um, skate Away. Skate Away. That's yeah. a good song, too. Roller Girl, Skate Away. I love that song. Come skate away. Yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> no. But I can't figure no, out. Ew. Why is Dire Straits, why are they just sort of forgotten? Where I mean, it's like if you listen to classic rock radio, not just here, but if you listen, there's just not a lot of Dire Straits. I don't. I think they play Sultan's a Swing, probably Money for Nothing. I think the people who make those decisions on a corporate level just don't have the sophistication to know that Dire Straits is. I guess no one goes deep into anything anymore, for. do they? Uh, in fact, I was watching... Um, there are, everything's tested, so... Last night, I was trying to watch the WBCN documentary, which is about BCN from 69 to 75. Oh, wow. When Peter Wolf worked there, and a lot of their longtime people worked, and they were so in tune with people that age. It was like, it was the radio station. If you didn't listen to BCN, you were just not in touch yeah, cool. as a young person. <laughs> it was the only station. Yeah. For people that age, and they did eventually dominate, and they dominated for a long time mm-hmm. until they went sports in 2009, which Ugh. is so weird. What a punch I mean, in that the was, stomach. That was. But um, I can only find a four-minute trailer, and I, I don't know if it's in theaters or where. How the fuck you find it? But it's WBCN and the American Revolution. I can't be I, in movie theaters. I cannot understand why... The American Revolution.fm is the website. Okay. For it. Can it's you, on, can you it's watch on it YouTube there? too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I went to YouTube. This is really funny. This ha- this has happened to me before because I love watching documentaries and I'll always go, oh, I wonder if it's on YouTube. And every once in a while it is. <laughs> especially if it's not making money anywhere, it'll be on YouTube. Huh. And and sometimes you go to YouTube and you punch it and it's like, no, asshole, oh, you have to pay else. $9.99. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, you yeah, know, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, click here and you know, 
So I see it on YouTube, and I start playing it, and this guy gives me a speech. Uh, after the uh, viewing tonight, uh, we're going to have a panel. And uh, what the fuck? So then I'm thinking, is this on here? And then sure enough, it starts. And then after like the four or five minute mark, it's like, okay, now uh, it's time for the panel, and we're only going to show you a piece of it tonight, and if you want to see the whole thing. And I was like, uh. you fucker. <laughs> You dick. That sucks. So because I had gone to BCN, uh, I scrolled down, and there was all kinds of stuff, like Mark Perrano interviewing John Belushi in 79, and I'm like, I I can't think of a big John Belushi interview on YouTube, and I listened to it. It was kind of interesting. Three bucks on Amazon, too, or Apple. Oh, okay. I can handle that. (laughs) I can swing that. (laughs) Oh, this looks really good. I'm looking at the photo gallery. Yeah, it's a little, you know, uh, at WAF, we competed with BCN, of course, unsuccessfully when I was there from 87 to 89, and Zip was there from 79 to 89, or whenever we left, mm-hmm. and they were they were tough, man. They were brutal, and they'd shut you out of stuff, and you know, it's like, uh, yeah, we have any tickets for... Uh... No, no, BCN uh, shut us out, because they I just know. go, you give them one fucking ticket, and we're out! But I love that kind of like working at a station. It was kind of fun. That kind yeah. of because they built they built the Centrum in Worcester, and AAF went after that venue because uh-huh. they weren't Boston Garden, and it turned out a lot of the people started playing the Centrum instead of Boston Garden because they had better acoustics. Uh-huh. It wasn't quite as big, but it was a great place to play. So anyway, uh, all right, enough radio talk. Uh, Joe Biden's speech today. This is what <laughs> this is this is what some asshole decided they had to go after he um he had a gaffe today he said his grandfather i mean this is so meaningless this just shows you that he's old he said his grandfather died in the same hospital i was born in two weeks before i was born so the fact checker said that no his let's see his uh paternal grandfather died september 26 1941 in baltimore's john hopkins hospital joe biden was born more than a year later at st mary's hospital in scranton pennsylvania how do you know that he didn't he didn't know where he was born then they said (laughs) he's a baby he may have been referring to his maternal grandfather who did die in st mary's hospital but he died when biden was 16 in 1957 (laughs) so it's like you're trying to figure out what he meant Based on looking up the facts, because he probably wasn't, I don't think he was trying to lie. I think he just nah, he's, eh, he's mixed done up. this stuff his whole career, though. Remember the whole, well, hey, some, man, no. I, I oh, graduated he, this man, and he didn't. And... Come I, on, I'm man. amazed. I'm amazed that that stuff never comes up anymore, because that wiped him out in 87. And I remember Zip and I made fun of him a oh, lot. Plagiarism, yeah. Yeah, um... So, yeah, then the New York Post was kind enough to include sort of a a little compendium of some of his famous gaffes and whoppers and lies. 2021, I mean, this is just two years ago, he claimed he met Golda Meir, then the PM of uh, Israel, during the Six-Day War when he served as a liaison between Israel and Egypt. He was in law school during the Six-Day War. So people speculated that he was conflating it with a 1973 meeting with Golda Meir, which had nothing to do with the Six-Day War. Then in 2022, he recounted giving his uncle Frank a purple heart for his actions during the Battle of the Bulge in World War II. And there's no evidence that uh, his uncle won any such award. And also they said the chronology is impossible. 
You are lying. 2022 in October, two months before that, he was visiting Puerto Rico. And Biden said he was sort of raised in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware. What? <laughs> I know. Puerto Rico. I never even heard either of these. But the uh, they said that in doing a little, just a very little research, they said there were just a tiny number of Puerto Ricans even living in Delaware at the Puerto time. Puerto Rico. So there was, there was a very tiny like neighborhood, that. but he did not live in it. And then also in October of 2022, at a fire safety event, Biden said firefighters nearly died putting out a fire in his kitchen. The fire department said <laughs> that the fire was relatively insignificant and no one needed treatment. I mean, the, the statement alone. Why you would know. you die putting out a fire in a kitchen? I know. It's just in the kitchen. But I, I really, I could stop thinking about the dick who goes and researches all these things he says, because they're not things that are easily checkable. But there's some asshole okay. running around checking all these things, so I would think that he would be really careful when he goes off script, but he doesn't. They should check up on him. Then, uh, may have, well, they're not really significant, though. They don't mean anything. They're just whoppers, in a way. They're just kind of exaggerations, <sighs> or, I don't know, it seems like he's trying to make himself a bigger hero or something. May of 2022, Biden said at the Naval Academy graduation that he received an appointment to the school in 1965 by Senator Boggs of Delaware. Didn't happen, according to Senator Boggs' archives. And they said it doesn't match chronologically with Biden's college years or with his Vietnam draft deferrals, which then they got in a whole thing about the Vietnam draft deferrals, which is, you know, nobody really talks about his Vietnam draft deferrals, blah, 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 blah. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Then they wrapped up with the 87 campaign, which ended when he was brutally busted, plagiarizing speeches of a British labor politician named Neil Kinnock. And this was really weird because people wondered, where did he decide or determine? Did he, did he hear a Neil Kinnock speech and really like it or something? It was just someone that wasn't that well known. Like maybe he thought that oh, nobody will notice this, but uh, they did. Come on, man. Um, part of which described his family coal mining in Wales, Neil Kinnock's speech. Biden's ancestors, he said his ancestors mined coal. They didn't mine coal. And Biden also said he graduated with three degrees from college, was named outstanding student in the political science department, went to law school on a full scholarship, was the only one in my class to have a full academic scholarship, and was in the top half of his class. All of those were not true. Not one of them were true. The weird part was, to say... To, you to say, lied to me. If you say you're on a full scholarship and all that stuff, and you're the only one that has a scholarship, and you're the best in the why would you say you graduated in the top half of the class? I would think you'd leave that out completely, because graduating in the top half of the class is not impressive. No, big deal. In fact, if you have a full scholarship and you're the only one, you would be expected to graduate much higher. Maybe that's the genius behind the lie, right? Because it's not that impressive, so who cares? But I don't think those things match. Like playing volleyball at Baruch College. Remember George Santos, that whopper? I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter, but the, the lie is so stupid, it seems almost believable. I just think you wouldn't would even mention it. If you're mentioning thing. these other things that are really good, and then you mention something that is like, yeah. you'd be like, well, why'd they give you a scholarship? You didn't deserve a scholarship uh -huh. if you only graduated in the top half of the class. Um, so anyway, it got me to thinking about 86 years old, because I've seen 86 years old twice, my dad and my mom. I got hairy legs. And I've seen 80 years old. And honestly, the idea of, because then I thought, well, no, what they would do is they would take my dad or my mom and they would have all these handlers and they would dress them perfectly and their hair would be perfect and they'd have speeches and, you know, they'd, they'd push them out in front of people only when they had to. And I just thought, 
no, that's ridiculous. There's no way my parents, they were just not, they were not, I mean, it's not that they weren't the same people, but they just weren't at their peak. Mm-hmm. They were just, I mean. You don't I, think they should be running a country? <laughs> no, I don't. What? I don't. My dad would have tried. My dad would have given it his best shot. What would your mom um, have said? I think most people's dads would give it a shot at that age. <laughs> Definitely clad. I can it. do it. Um, actually, I'm sure if I asked my dad, he would say, oh, God, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. And I, I'm sure he never dreamed there would be a, a president that old. Uh, because when Reagan was president, God, people made fun of his age all the time. Well, I mean, look, that was an issue with Reagan when he ran the first time. Reagan. Look at his second term, too, when he totally lost it. Nancy ran everything. But, I mean, think of if you have parents who have been in their 80s or have reached 80, think of them being president and think of how crazy that is. I mean, I, that's crazy. Old guy. But it's not just Biden. Trump is not far behind. Trump is, what, 77? Yeah. But he claims so, he has a high energy bar. <laughs> I think Trump probably is more in command of Trump than Biden is of Biden. I don't really know if it matters that much. But I don't know why That's people, right. people that age, it's hard to be in touch when you're that age. It's hard. Because I just don't think you really, you're not around people who are 25 and 35 that much. How can you possibly relate to normal people? He's an all broken down piece of crow. But uh, Biden wasn't the only one having a bad day. Uh, Trump was not having a good day either. Trump was, uh, E.J. Carroll was testifying. Oh, boy. Trump might have requested this today because he was, um, he was the subject of a discussion about uh, him raping E. Jean Carroll. In Bergdorf's, which I want, I often, you know, I wonder about that. I'm like, I wonder how many people had sex in the dressing rooms at Bergdorf's. I wonder if that was ever a <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, it's happened. Well, well, I, I wonder- know it, ha- it happens in dressing rooms all, all the time. It does? That's, that's really yeah. funny you bring that up because I was wondering, is that dressing room still there? And, and do people go there and take fucking pictures in it or maybe get it on now? <laughs> I wouldn't no, be surprised. It's an infamous place now. Anyway, uh, E. Jean Carroll is, is an interesting witness because I think... Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, you never know when people are telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But she sounds like someone who's trying to be honest. But I feel like when she's honest, she doesn't really help the case. Uh, they had a long examination of her today. She said was molested at the age of 12. She was, now I don't know why you have to go through a whole history of sexual assault, but they did. She was choked by her second husband who, three times. Was she on the stand or is this the... Yeah, she was, she was on the stand. So this is her attorney's... Building sympathy by asking her? I assume they were getting to something that I'll get to. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, that's the only thing I could think of. Anyway, the, her, in spite of being divorced from the guy that choked her three times, there were retaps. So she sort of moved forward from it and retapped the guy because I, I think it's how what happened now. Choking would be totally normal. And it wasn't that kind of like, choking. Not that kind oh, of choking. I see. Okay. So uh, then she was asked what is her political affiliation to which she said, I don't know what I am politically. But then she goes on to say Trump was a terrible president and that she voted for Obama, Hillary and Biden. So I I think think, we know, I think we know what she is politically. Then she said that she flirted with Trump uh, the whole time, probably. 
She said she was delighted to join him on his shopping trip. It was kind of a happenstance meeting, I think, at Bergdorf Goodman. He was buying a gift for someone. She said she found Trump charming. She'd seen him at a party. She'd bumped into him a few times. She thought he was a well-known raconteur, a man about town, well-liked. And she said she asks herself all the time, why did I go into the dressing room with him? Which still haunts her. Uh, she was she said, so angry. He slammed the door and attacked her, forced his fingers inside of her, and he curved his finger, which hurt her. And she kneed him, and she then ran away. She's a world-class liar. And she has never had sex again. It has ruined any kind of sexual activity. What? What? Ever? Really? No, never. Wow. Uh, Which would be 28 years. Whoa. 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 Because well, um, she would not be my first choice that I can tell. She will not allow herself to like someone enough to even consider having sex. And um, they have a smoking gun, which I don't know when they're going to reveal their smoking gun. But it's in response to Trump saying she's not my type because in deposition they showed Trump a picture of Eugene Carroll when he met her. And he mistakenly thought it was Marla Maples. So he said, that's a smoking gun. You think uh, Marla Maples is your type? And you think E.G. and Carol looks like Marla Maples, so she's your type? That's the smoking gun. That's a smoking gun. Really? Not much of a smoking gun. I thought the smoking gun was going to be the semen that she kept for 30 years. I don't, haven't heard anything Raw. about that semen. By the way, if we talk about incredible semen is the fact that we make this mm. stuff that is good after 30 fucking years. How about that? <laughs> then It never spoils. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have we talked about that? Yeah. What? I think we did. Good? How about that? It's science. Be, it worked good. after 30 years. It's still good. Science. Can it be deployed? Uh, I don't know. They, they can identify they can it. DNA can from it. It retains all its characteristics. I mean, that alone is impressive. Come on. You've got to give it up. Give it all up. All of its characteristics. Well, they're able to identify you very specifically. Viscosity. That's an incredible boast. We make squirt emoji, water squirt emoji, water squirt emoji. We're all making some right now, and in 30 years, people will still be able to identify us by it if it was ever released. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make so. things that are still going on 30 or 40 years after we make them. They're called children. Yeah, yeah but no. Oh, yeah. Not. That's hit or miss. <laughs> Well, I'm, if uh, we make children, too, I mean, yeah, we're part of that process, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. But what's left over from not making children, we can still be identified <laughs> years, decades <laughs> later. Do you have any way to do that for you? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a ballsy, a ballsy boast. Literally. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just, no, pr- I'm I mean, it's true, it. though. I, am, it's, I'm I don't think I'm proud boasting. Of it. I think it's true. I'm proud of it. It is true. Yeah. It's an I mean, observation I never heard anybody make before. Can we never be proud of anything about being a man? <laughs> Oh, you should be. <sighs> wow. So, uh, let's see. What I got else? all the old guys, though, that have had children. Who is that dude, um, that actor? Chaplin? Yeah, Charlie like... Charlie Chaplin? People who fathered that's children the one everyone in always their mentions. 90s. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Chaplin had kids in his 90s? Yeah, yeah it's, it's happened. Great age to have children. It's terrible sperm, now. <laughs> At that point, it's all like... Why would you want a kid when you're in your 80s? Why would you want to be president in your 80s? I think I'd rather and have a kid he, than be president. Did in my he 80s. pantomime the sex act? <laughs> like a real one. He did that walk though when he, when he was done pulling up his pants. You, I, I really, I can't believe Joe Biden wants to be president again. That is so weird. It makes me think. You think is it's that a job Jimmy a lot Stewart easier? Thing? Is it easier than I think? Is it just an easy gig? Uh, when you're a politician your whole life, you just go, oh, I know what to do. I got that. 
No big deal. Everybody drives you everywhere you have to go. But you got to show up every day. You got to be in front of the. Oh, yeah, just for the press. Hard you got to buy Werther's originals. That's been the big story lately. He has not done a press conference. You have to. No, that's true. Time. He doesn't he has, have to be in front of anyone, really. But he has to fly all over the place. Yeah, but he sleeps on the plane. Yeah, he's in a. He, there's a bedroom that that's as big as yours. Maybe uh, it's bigger, a really actually. easy job. I, and maybe it must be an easy job. Someone eighty can do it. Yeah, it yeah you can loaf at any job. job. I don't know. I just. I cannot, I just can't get over the fact that it's come down to these two people again. I mean, I was horrified thinking about 2020, and Why? now I thought that was the last time I would ever have to do that. Why? Till the rock jumps in. Yeah, come on, rock. How fucking funny would that be, a debate between Trump, Biden, and the rock? I'd watch cool. it. I'd Everyone love to see would that. watch it. It's yeah, I yeah, you walk onto that. It seems the like eyebrow. I think you're right, though. I think it is a great time for someone from the outside to say, you know what? This is bullshit. How many of you think this is bullshit that these two guys are the best two guys? I'm running. Yeah, that that happened in 2016. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> well, that's what. Who was significant in 2016? Who came from out from an outlier who came from uh, outside of political? Yeah, but he circles? did it. He did it from from the no, party. No, no, he was a Republican though. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about a third party. Right, okay. Or just an um, independent. Like Ross Perot in oh, 1992. Yeah. Or, Ralph and, Nader. And honestly, or Forbes. I think if Ross Perot, if the CIA had not interrupted his daughter's wedding, <laughs> <laughs> if he hadn't dropped out, I really think he had a chance. Yeah? Yeah, he's I do. the character. He was a likable guy, and, and I donated to United We Stand. I did. That's the last political donation I ever made was to United <laughs> We Stand. I was so into Ross Perot. I just liked him. Uh, Mark's suggestion of Steve Forbes. Steve Forbes probably he was such a bore. He was yeah, so ugly. Such a bore. He was so homely, though. Yeah, I don't know. I think he could not have won because Bloomberg he was so tried. Yeah, but Bloomberg and, ran as a Democrat too. Or did are you talking about? He ran as did he run as an independent? Oh, you know president? what? You're right. He was just in the primary. No one can touch Ross Perot's 19. No, percent Probably the biggest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he pimped Bush out of the presidency. Clinton would not have won if Ross no. Perot had no. not run. Uh, and Ross Perot blew There will be a giant sucking sound. Because he dropped out. And then he got back in, and people thought, well, he's a little nuts, isn't he? And, <laughs> and of course, SNL did that great skit of Stockdale when he tried to dump Stockdale in the woods. <laughs> Fuck, that was funny. God, that was a great skit. <laughs> Poor Stockdale. Uh, today there was some news that I, I'm so pissed about this. I was pissed about it yesterday, and I just never dreamed I would have to be pissed again. Elizabeth Holmes got to stay. What? She doesn't have to go to prison yet. Yep. Her appeal has been accepted. Why? I don't know. Because she's married to a billionaire, and they're pulling every... I mean, they have been working this, working this, working this, and they... I don't know. They got somebody. Because she has a baby. No, the baby kept her out of prison all these months because yeah. she had to have her... Oh, we don't want to have her baby in prison. I want her fucking baby in prison. I speculate <laughs> that she's knocked up again. She's going to get knocked up again. She is yeah. going to do it, and they're going to go, oh, she can't have the baby in prison. Yeah, and she could Watch. just do that endlessly. <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned about it. I'm really concerned that she's going to get knocked up. And if she does, I think the judge has to say, fuck that baby. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have the baby in prison. We'll actual pull you audio, out of prison. Actual audio from the judge. We got to get you and that monster that's in your gut down to Mexico ASAP. Am I the only one that's pissed about this? No. This no. bitch has been has been fucking scamming the world for 20 years now, and they finally nail her. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. And and all this, this uh, I don't know if you saw all the, the bullshit about, 
Oh, she's been so wonderful. She's been doing all this charity work and she cares about people. And no, she's a scammer. She's a liar. She's a con. She's a complete con. And this baby is a con. <laughs> this baby's a con for sure. I'm telling you, if they drop the charges, she's going to give that kid up. She's going to be like TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. She's going to, ah, fuck these kids. And, <laughs> and Megan Fox and all these other people. But getting rid of your kids is a pretty common thing right now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Brittany. Kids got to be nervous. Fuck Brittany, them kids. Brittany almost scared her kids off. I think she did it on purpose. Yeah, she did tickets almost over. The gravy train's almost over. <laughs> I know. Who says that? That's pretty funny. But I don't know. I'm just stunned. One day, one day before she goes to prison, she's on the fucking beach in San Diego celebrating today with her fucking baby. Walk Fuck around, her. no shoes Just a on. moment of time. So it's because she has an appeal before the night. Yeah, they yeah. accepted the appeal. They, but they can still decide whether or not her bond is, you know... If she can remain free, I mean that that court can rule on that right away, and they denied a similar motion to Sonny Balwani, so he's in jail. I'm guessing he's that reported. she'll be free, but we'll see. I her, hope you're right. Her trial ended before his, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's, he he should have had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Fuck her baby. Who cares that she's having a baby? Yeah. What about all the money she stole from people? And by the way, where's the remorse? Where's the remorse? Oh, non-existent. She should, she should be forced to work. I want her in a fucking sweatbox. I want I, if something I disappear, it's because I'm fucking putting her in a sweatbox. <laughs> Gross. That's why, because I'm building a sweatbox and I'm going to go fucking track her down and put her in it <laughs> until she confesses and says she's sorry. God, I hate her. You know what? Um, I've been rewatching Silicon Valley. And, oh, uh, so good. There was one episode where they're like, "We can't do that. We can't make it fake like Theranos did." And I was like. <laughs> Wait, oh, really? what's the time period yeah. of when that, when they, that, the writing on that show is epic. It's, it's really so good. Funny. And somebody, TJ is great. By the way, somebody emailed, this is a great idea. I didn't even mention this or give them any credit. Someone emailed and said, you need to call TJ to get a hold of Danny Meng. Oh, I saw. Oh. Because TJ worked with somebody who played... The Asian guy. Chen Yun. Yeah. He played mm -hmm. Danny Meng. He mm -hmm. did? He yeah. played him in a Boston Marathon bombing movie. Yeah. And so this, the theory was that TJ needs to ask him how to get a hold of Danny Meng for you. <laughs> that's so stupid. It almost sounds like something TJ yeah. might try. Uh, the last episode I watched of Silicon Valley, he takes a picture of it. He takes a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> because Chang Young um, developed a, a like a, it's a food identifier, and so right. all it, all it could identify that. were hot dogs. So he goes here, and he stick, <laughs> sticks a camera down his crotch, and it goes bling, and he goes hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned out that the app that came out of it was one that. Um, filters out dick pics. Uh. <laughs> it was like, isn't there a real thing? I mean, did they just? Did they just sort of imagine that into, but it, but there's no such thing? I mean, where are you rewatching that? HBO, right? Yeah. HBO plays it. It's got to be all yeah. on HBO. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's okay. So good. It's so good. Uh, also today, the Flash trailer was out, and th this is uh, this is another weird one. Ezra Miller. I mean, they just seem like, well, he apologized to us, so yeah, he's the Flash, and that's that, and it was already filmed, and too bad. Um, but. I can't get over the fact that Ezra Miller, this is another one who needs to be in a sweatbox apologizing. Mm -hmm. He apologized to, um, who made The Flash? Is that? Uh, Warner Brothers. Warner right? Brothers. Yeah, he apologized to Warner Brothers. He didn't apologize to the families of those 
underage people that he was controlling, that were living with him, that he was taking drugs with. He, he didn't apologize to the women he assaulted in the bar. His he cult in uh, Iceland. Yeah, his cult. He didn't apologize to anyone but Warner Brothers. And they're like, oh, that's a great first step. And then it's like, I guess he's in the movie. It's cool. Yeah, it's already in the can. <laughs> Why not? Well, I, I mean, know. they so, can't scrap the movie. So that does no. that mean that he's in the next movie, too? Because, oh, he apologized to us, and so he's in this movie. This, so This is a whole universe. So, yeah. So he can do whatever he wants. He can be Me too a thousand times, and it doesn't matter. Not only is he in the movie, he's in the movie twice. He's in the movie probably like a hundred times, because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going through all these multiple time. universes. Yeah. Is this because he's... Wait, is he... He's not trans. He's non-binary. Non-binary. Is that why? So he's non-binary. So no, it doesn't matter as much. So. I just think it really comes down to it already being filmed. It was a mega blockbuster. Yeah. You're not going to be able to get Ben Affleck to do any reshoots, Michael Keaton to do any reshoots. So they decided that they were going to run with it. Now, what they can do in the future is they can recast him. They could use the whole universe subplot to do it. Yeah. They did so with uh, with Edward Norton uh, with the Hulk. They switched him over to. Mark Ruffalo and I've done it with Batman a billion times, so much so that there's two Batmans in this movie. Yeah, that's Spider Man. True. Yeah, Spider Man. Um, uh, also, uh, it turns out Amber Heard is in the trailer for the Aquaman sequel. Now, she claims that her character is pared down, that every time she saw the script, there was less of her and less of her, And but she is in the trailer, so she is in the movie, but it sounds like not much. Sounds like DC gives zero fucks. Yeah, I think they did give a fuck about Amber Heard because it sounds like they really did reduce her in the movie. And someone was quoted as saying she lacked chemistry with Jason Momoa, so I don't know. Because he's such a big, cool, hugging kind of a guy. such a big guy. (laughs) (laughs) She's such a whore. So big. Oh, Amber Heard, she's what a piece of work. But he's got a big dick. (laughs) Um, No, I don't know about that. He's always wearing those, like, loincloths, though. He loves wearing those with his ass hanging out um, all over the place. I got to mention NordVPN because uh, I think I mentioned we were a little below our quota, but we're not far off. We can make it. Uh, NordVPN does the work, too. People love NordVPN. People yeah. who have purchased it Everybody who it. has it swears by it. They do the work. Were they in trouble? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, we need to do the work. Uh. Uh, they do the work. No, they do do the work for you, though. Do do. They do the job. They allow you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, and other countries for cheaper prices than the U.S. People have raved about NordVPN. I mean, I'm always amazed when, <laughs> when we just have a new advertiser. People are already raving about them, but they were. Uh, YouTube Premium for cheaper in foreign countries in the U.S. Unparalleled browsing and protection from hacking of personal data. And those of you who are on the bandwagon already and can't do without it, they do have an offer of a two-year plan where you get four, month, four months bonus nice. for free. Two-year plan, free for four months after your two years. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams, D-A-M-S, or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I got a bonus. No, bonus. And then uh, walk into any Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick, GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, girlfriend, buddy, whoever. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in any time for the wickedly awesome Lady Jane's. And uh, Christina Gennari, 
our girl at KW Domain. Uh-huh. She's killing it. Boy, she does kill it, yeah, too. I have no really idea good. how much they sell over there. They do a lot of real estate, and she really does. She had a great year. Christine and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams or to list your home and get it marketed properly. So when it's time to move, go with Christina Gennari. You can go to soldchristina.com, or you can call or text her if you're thinking about uh, moving or buying or you want to get an appraisal, whatever it might be, if you're just getting started. 248-550-4788. And Christina talks in drops. Did you see her email to, to the show? Oh. Where she said that she's teaching that home buyer class 10 a.m. on May 13th. And it teaches you like how to, and, you know, if you don't have any clue how to go about it, mm-hmm. teaches how to, if you're a first-time home buyer and they got the inspector and the lenders and stuff like that. So you know what to do. You go in smarter. The morning of May 13th, right? Yeah, 10 a.m. Are you one of those teachers that likes to hang out and watch dudes in the shower? She <laughs> said if you want to sign up, just contact her on her site or her cell. All right. Over the course of my teaching, I did sleep with students, and that was wrong. She would be, be a good teacher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, boy, there's a, another another good one today. This is just a, <laughs> this is just a great story. Uh, however you feel about it, it's one of those ones that people are going to... I imagine... People will be on both sides of this. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody will feel the same way. I mean, I definitely have opinions. Maybe. It's about uh, two students who are suing their school district for not letting them wear their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts to school. Because the school says that they're obscene. Because people might think of Fuck Joe Biden when they see Let's Go Brandon. Mm-hmm. So in other words, let's they're saying, Brandon. you can't say let's go, Brandon, if it might make someone think of fuck Joe Biden. Uh, middle schoolers say that they have the right to protest the president. It is their First Amendment right. The school says the sweatshirts are vulgar. Uh, the lawyer for the two kids, and these are two brothers, by the way. One's in seventh grade, one's in ninth grade. So you know their parents are just stocking them up with merch from Rob Cordes's Trump Unity Bridge. The mom is. <laughs> it's just the mom, I think. Lawyers said, uh, their lawyer said, criticism of the president is core political speech protected by the First Amendment, whether it's a Biden sticker, gay pride t-shirt, BLM, or let's go, Brandon. Schools cannot pick and choose what can be expressed. And I guess the school has allowed a number of things to be worn um, in that the categories that he mentioned. The assistant principal demanded they remove them. They're equivalent to the F word. Uh, attorney for the school said the district prohibits clothing or styles of expression that are vulgar or profane. A simple Google search confirms the slogan means fuck Joe Biden. So, um, and that all comes from, it all comes from that NASCAR interview. I cannot believe that that one minor NASCAR interview turned the whole thing. Here it is. It's just quick. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first Does that girl get a cut of the profits from all the Let's Go, Brandon merch? Because she's the one that coined that. I know. And it turned into its own thing. We had so many... So many chants. I have I have like five different chants in stadiums of the of the fuck Joe Biden. of the fuck Joe Biden. How funny is that? And the same thing with the Let's Go Brandon. So you know this this happens. This has been going on forever. Where a kid wants to have orange hair, or they want to have a nose ring, or whatever it might be. This is just I guess a little different because you've got um, Let's Go Brandon, which uh, but. 
you know, can you say that because people think of it when they see it, is that the same thing as saying fuck Joe Biden? No, Bye, it's Brandon. not. Yeah, but what's the other meaning for let's go, Brandon? It's like, other it's than code. you mean literally let's go, Brandon. Well, I mean, but how can you say something is obscene? Well, it's sort of like this upside down, know. you know, making the okay signs. Like, well, no, because, that doesn't, just because 4chan made fun of it does not mean no one can make the okay sign. They didn't even but, make fun of but it. But I think context is what matters. That, that story still is hilarious to me where 4chan just said, all right, everybody, let's inundate different parts of the web and say that this is racist. And they did that and the media and everybody ran with it. Now, all of a sudden, the circle game is racist. And guys are getting kicked out of Wrigley Field for life. And Theo Epstein is shivering. <laughs> yeah, shivering. Absolutely shivering. He's probably shivering about these shirts these All kids are wearing. All over a gag. No, that was unbelievably stupid. I mean, the, the Cubs thing was about as dumb as ever. I wonder how hard they're enforcing that ban on that person who made Theo Epstein have shivers. Um, I, I don't really know why the mom wants her kids entering the political why do we want kids to be political? I, I don't get it. I, I, I see this all the time where, you know, people have their kids at abortion rallies or pro-life rallies. Or, you know, the, the, why? Art, the article pointed out precedent where this seems to be in the favor of the school, which I thought was interesting, including a, there's a, there's a, a case there's of a precedent, just wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt. There's, there's one that is not in favor of the school as well, though. I mean, there's some really... Which one? There are multiple examples. It mentioned, an, I think it was a 1969 oh, case. Oh, the black armband one. Yeah. yeah. No, but then they mentioned the disruptive aspect of the Marilyn Manson shirt or the don't be a dick shirt or the co-ed naked band shirts. Well, don't be a dick is which, different which than let's meanings. go Brandon. I remember we weren't allowed to watch uh, wear Big Johnson shirts back yeah. in uh, middle school. You remember Big Johnson? Yeah. Just got in trouble for yeah. wearing my. I have to tell you, uh, my Guinness poker in the front, or what is it? Uh, liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Oh, there was a whole <laughs> bunch of different ones. They were hilarious. Uh, what was your shirt, Trudy? Um, I, I, I remember I used to do the Guinness tour, so I brought home T-shirts, and Joey uh, wore one to school, and I got a call because <laughs> uh, he's wearing a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Guinness. Yeah. Um, Can't wear beer. Big Johnson Bowling. Let her rub your balls for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of. Funny. I, I don't know. I don't really know why parents want, because honestly, I, I don't remember, this is so long ago, but I don't remember anyone wearing anything political school ever. No. No, they didn't have I Like Ike shirts back in your day? <laughs> no, they <laughs> That's didn't, so Brandon. insulting. I would not have worn it to school if I had been alive then either. <laughs> More like LBJ. Okay, I'm sorry, that's the only presidential slogan well, I can remember. Honestly, what, what, what the mom should have done is just had them wear Trump shirts and see if those were, you know, just Trump, um, Pence you know, 2020 shirts or whatever and see if that got that's objected right. to. Well, it sounds like that's, that would be protected. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's... But if, but if they denied that, then they'd have a much better case with this. Well, by one. all means, we should all fight over everything. So. Uh, for some reason, keep I, it, keep I, it up. I don't think that the school is going to be real happy if they wear anything with Trump on it or let's go Brandon. Well, I don't know. What's um, that area like? I mean, it's north of Grand Rapids. I'm sure it's probably fairly conservative, wouldn't you think? Well, it's... but Ottawa it's County. Is it school. Ottawa County? It's a school. I mean, teachers tend to be liberal. The source of communism? <laughs> really? <laughs> you think teachers aren't liberal? I don't know. I mean, some. I don't know. I never knew any of my it? teachers to be attention? one side or the other. Have you paid That's... attention to what's going on in college campuses these days? I mean, it's fucking unbelievable. I know. I mean, it is so you to... can't wear Trump anything. You can't meet as a conservative without people saying, I... this is not safe space! I know. My... Our family reunions, my uncles were all John Birch Society guys. They all thought everyone, my sister, you know, went to Bowling Green and she went to the family reunion. They thought she was a communist. 
For going to Bowling Green? For going to college. It's wow. not new. Who was president then? I don't know. Nixon? Roosevelt? Probably. Just <laughs> 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 passing it along from Brandon. I am not a crook. Roosevelt? Teddy? Truman? There's Teddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. the thing is, you know, as the lawyer points out, that people are wearing LGBTQ and BLM, and so, wait, wait, you know... Why do you talk your shit on your T-shirt and your bumper sticker I don't, all I don't, the time? I don't know why anyone would want any of their kids to wear anything like that to school, honestly, except that they want to push whatever the message is. Everyone is so invested. Not everyone. But some people are just so invested in this. It's like, you know, when people say, what am I going to tell my kids? The president said something about grabbing puts. It's like, why would anyone tell their kids that? Why would you ever talk about that with your kids? Are you fucking kidding me? But there's people who I think they can't wait to tell their kids, yes, put on this Let's Go brand sweatshirt and wear it to school. And then the seventh grader uh, <laughs> seventh grader gets in trouble for it, and he has to take his sweatshirt off. So she sends the ninth grader, the brother, to school wearing the same sweatshirt a couple weeks later. And, of course, they do the same thing to him. So now the mom retains an attorney who says this is a First Amendment issue that the uh, your ability to express yourself does not end at the, at the classroom door. So, I don't know. It's um, great. Yeah, we'll see. But, you know, like I said, I remember so many stories about where they said they uh, any distracting hair colors or, or clothes Styles. or jewelry, and somebody would always be in sixth grade and have to have a nose ring, and they'd say, no, no nose rings, and the parents would always go, what do you mean no nose rings? <laughs> The big one in my day was the sagging pants, and so they'd make you, yeah. Here, here's some twine. Oh, they made you? Yeah, here's some twine. You had to twine your pants up? I did, yeah. Oh, my God. Once. Where'd you go to school Wow, who's again? running your school? Colin Kaepernick's parents? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby? Uh, so, last night I was watching this, uh, this true crime show, and which story am I on here? I had two great stories. One was in Michigan, and one was in Iowa. And in Iowa, Iowa, yeah, it was a. Uh, they're both crazy stories. Where I got people... my ass eaten out by a father and a mother <laughs> in Des Moines, Iowa, <laughs> where people want to make sure witnesses don't testify. Oh, oh yeah. And okay, I guess I'll do the Michigan story because I can't find the Iowa story. The Iowa story is such a great story too. I mean, it's just a. Crazy story about this. Hello, Iowa! It was on uh, one of the ID shows last night, and this girl, uh, who's kind of the subject of the episode, she falls in love with this meth dealer, and he was like a, a national meth. He was like a national network selling meth. Wow. 97% pure. And and this guy was looked like the biggest nerd. Oh, this is the so, Iowa story. Yeah. Okay. So, so this guy is dealing... 97% pure meth, and it's got this giant network, and so he has drug runners, one of whom becomes his girlfriend, and she has to leave this guy. Aww, who... It's a workplace love story. Aww. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, they were great. Lovely, lovely couple. Lovely lady. A wonderful guy. Except that um, they get busted, and two of the drug runners um, are a real problem because they're going to testify against him. Oh. And he's looking at a lot 
you know, significant time because he's a huge dealer. Dustin Honkin is. Uh-oh. And he's this redheaded, he's got curly red hair, an abnormally pink wiener, which they had <laughs> mentioned on the show on ID. <laughs> and he just looks like this very harmless nerd. I mean, he looks like a guy that just played video games all the time. That's his picture when he's in court. But uh, there he is. That, oh, wow. that picture. Yeah. I mean, what a nerd he looks that like. That guy? Yeah, curly red hair. He's got wire rim glasses, like big a child. wire rim glasses. And the, the mother of the girl that fell in love with him said... First of all, they knew he was a drug dealer. And she's like, oh, God, I wish you wouldn't go out with Dustin. He just, he's trouble. And she said, his eyes are black. She said, I just noticed his eyes are like shark's eyes or something. He just, there's something really scary about him. Uh. So anyway, when he gets busted, he gets bonded, of course. And, um, and so the next thing you know, this one of the drug runners who's going to testify is missing. And not only is he missing, his wife's missing, and his two little girls are missing. His two little girls have been swimming at a neighbor's house. Uh-huh. Like, wait, they're, they're in their swimsuits, and that was the last they were seen. Where, what could have happened to those kids? They had just gone home. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, what do you know? The other witness is missing. Oh. It's like, what, what the fuck? And, and they're, they're assuming that we're going to find these people. We're going to find them dead. We're going to find them alive. We're going to find them tied up. We're going to find them. Uh-huh. But they didn't. They just couldn't find any of the bodies. They couldn't find any evidence of a crime. They couldn't find anything. And so Angela Johnson, the girlfriend, the love story, she had a very good friend who was heavily featured in the ID story. And and she's telling the story about how Angela had been her great friend and she was really a lot of fun and she was very animated and fun to hang out with and a lot of pictures of her. And suddenly she met this Dustin guy and she said she just changed something it's like something evil it's like he injected evil into inside her <laughs> I mean it was just really fucking weird wow. and she was kind of pretty too at at the time he met her uh-huh. and so she tells her friend that okay I, I have to tell someone about this he waited for this guy to come home and when he got home, he, he, he basically held a gun to him and his wife, and they, he was leaving to kill him and his wife, and the two girls arrive home in their swimsuits. Oh, so he put Jesus. the two girls and the, the, the husband and the wife in the car. They drive out to this rural area where he executes the mother and the father while the two girls are in the car alive. Oh, and, and then he's like, can't leave them. What are we going to do with them? So, kills the daughters. Jesus. Both of them. Christ. Buries all four of them there. Kills the other guy, too. And the other guy, he beat him with a baseball bat so hard that when his body was found, buried, his skull was in pieces. Ugh. I mean, it was just the most unbelievable, evil fucking thing. But for seven years, he's out there just doing his thing, and he's with Angela, this beautiful love story, even though they've murdered five people. Mm-hmm. Well, she's really party to it she didn't do it he did but she was there and then the friend who's been threatened time and time again you better not say anything or your kids are going to die and you're going to die she finally decides she can't live with it anymore and she goes to the police and says wow i i know who i know what happened and she told the story and so what they did was they arrested them both and they put her in jail in the cell next to an informant and the informant sold her on this story that I've got a friend who's, who's in the clink who 
wants to die. And if he would take the rap for these deaths, he could he could get the death penalty and and he can die. He can be he wants he wants to be killed. Really? Yes. And um, and so she eventually is like, well, fuck yeah, oh, I'm all in on that. And so finally he, he starts telling her that he's just got to know where the bodies are. If he can't tell them where the bodies are, wow. then he no he's not going to be taken credibly, and they're not going to believe he did it. <laughs> so she draws a map. Oh. <laughs> and they dig up the four, the family of four, and they eventually found the fifth guy, I think. And then when they put them on trial, which of course, nice job by the informant. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Pretty good one. And boy, did she fall for it. I bet that Dustin guy would kill her in a heartbeat. <laughs> Except he's been executed. Because oh, he's found guilty and executed, motherfucker. And Go she, Iowa. I don't know why, but the judge uh, who was interviewed on the show said... Federally executed, by the way. Yeah. The judge said that um, I just didn't... He was evil. He said, I know he was evil. I sensed it all the time. And in the trial, it became more than obvious I, I was frightened of that guy and they had more security this this trial was the most secure trial they had police and marksmen everywhere they were they knew he knew people on the outside who were trying to spring him but they had so much security that they did hold the trial they did execute him they didn't execute her though he let her have life so she's in prison rotting somewhere oh and she's packed on the pounds too they had some prison photos where oh she a slob so he's dead And the other guy that was just how come chicks don't go to prison and work out like dudes do? <laughs> that's that's a good question. question. Never happens. I know that's why. That's why I want Elizabeth Holmes in prison. I want to see what happens to her. The weight yard in the male prisons is far more active than the female. Yeah, I know. Bitches don't work out when they get busted. And uh, somebody sent me the other story, which was a Michigan story that I just wasn't familiar with, and I feel like I should have been, because it was 97 where these turtle hunters found a decomposed body floating in a lake north of Grand Rapids, and the face was duct-taped. Her eyes were duct-taped. She was handcuffed. She was tethered to some cinder cement blocks that were tinged with red paint. 19-year-old Rachel Timmerman. And she was drowned alive. She She died of drowning. I mean, just the most horrible thing, being handcuffed and duct taped. Blocks. And, uh, oh, yeah, with blocks of, ooh, yikes. So, one month earlier, in July, well, let's see, June 3rd of 1997, she went on a date with a man named John. And she liked this guy. It didn't seem like anything special. She took her infant daughter, Shannon, with her, and she never came home. So... A couple days later, her dad, who was already informed, you know, my daughter's missing, my granddaughter's missing, he starts getting letters from her saying, I've met my dream man, you know, okay, bye. Like, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. But it's in her handwriting. Oh. It's in her handwriting. Oh, okay. Two days later, uh, Rachel, boy, what a coincidence that she meets her dream man on June the 3rd on their first date. Two days later, she was supposed to be in court testifying that Marvin Gabrion had raped her in August of 1996. Um, she'd been playing cards with uh, a guy named Wayne Davis, Marvin Gabrion. They were drinking beer, and then they somehow took off in Marvin's car, and Marvin had shoved Wayne out of the car and driven her off this rural area and raped her. And the case was supposed to start June the 5th, and Marvin showed up in court, but she didn't because she'd fallen in love two days earlier. And, of course, these letters started arriving, so, well, what do you know? Um... She's a no-show in court because she fell in love with John, so what are you going to do? Anyway, people searched Marvin's house because they suspected him immediately. They, they did find, um, well, 
June 5th they did, but then after this body was found a month later, they searched his house and they found the duct tape that matched the duct tape on her face. Really? And her eyes. They wow. also found red-chinged cinder blocks. Oh. Hmm. So uh, Wayne Davis, the witness oh, on the night boy. of the cards, who got thrown out of the car, that guy, yeah. um, all of a sudden he's missing. Huh. Wow, that's weird. And then um, in August of 1997, the girlfriend of a guy named John, and remember she had gone out on the date with John and fallen in love with a guy named John. Uh-huh. The girlfriend of a guy named John Weeks called police and she said she'd overheard him on the phone talking to a girl named Rachel, who was a friend of Marvin's, and, um, and, and Weeks matched the sketch they had made. The father had had to make a sketch and Weeks matched the sketch. The only problem was that John Weeks was missing. Huh. She said, yeah, and he's missing. I don't know where he is. I don't know what happened to him. Well, he looks stoned in his picture yeah, there. Duh. He looks like butt. So, <laughs> so we got four people missing. Rachel's missing. The baby's missing. Wayne Davis, the third guy on this beer drinking night, he's missing. And John Weeks is missing, the guy that she went out with and quote-unquote fell in love with. But yet, Gabrion's still alive. Gabrion's still <laughs> alive. Crazy. It's crazy. But then he's missing, too. Oh, what the fuck? So police find out that uh, Marvin Gabrion, this guy's quite diabolical. They found out that he had been using a second name, an alias, Robert Allen. And the Robert Allen that he was using was actually the identity of a disabled Grand Rapids man who had not been seen in over two years. Oh, he was missing too? too? He's missing too. Wow, And But the weird thing is Robert Allen's disability social security checks were were still being cashed. Yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) What an asshole. And they're being cashed. They're arriving at a P.O. box in Sherman, New York. Uh, This this guy was in Grand Rapids. How did he get to be in Sherman, New York? What's going on? He's disabled. So the police uh, and the FBI are on this case too. They determined that, okay, the next check is arriving in that P.O. box on October 14th, and they put a task force force on it. Cool. And they, and they wait at the post office box, and, well, you know, Marvin Gabrion shows up Ooh. to pick up the check. Oh, jackpot. I never thought they were going to get caught. Wow. We caught him. So he's arrested, and unfortunately, he's only they only convict him of Rachel Timmerman's death because they, they don't know where any of the other bodies are. It's kind of like that Iowa case until the, the friend of the Angela Johnson had, had spilled her guts. But uh, their theory was that John Weeks took Rachel out, that John was a friend of Gabrion, Marvin's. And um, Gabrion then took the baby, Shannon, and threatened to harm the baby if Rachel didn't write the letters to her father. Oh. So she wrote the letters to her father before he killed her and her baby. Oh. And... The good news is is that they determined he killed her on federal property, so he is sentenced to death. Yeah, I mean... we don't have the death Which penalty. was kind oh, of a coincidence, execution. but yeah, he's yeah. still alive, though. He's still on he's, death row. Yeah, he's appealing, but... Yeah. I mean, Isn't there, wasn't there a prison picture you guys were looking at where he... So that was Otis. I don't know if he would oh. be... That's the state of Michigan, so I don't know if he would be in there. Oh, I see. But I, it's just amazing to me that you can kill that many witnesses and still... Uh, I mean... I mean, there's just not enough people to protect all these people, unfortunately, and especially in these, you know, semi-rural areas. He also burned down people's houses that he had disagreements with, so that's fine. Oh. Yeah, he was he was just an incredible menace. Just, yeah. isn't it amazing how these people can still be out there doing this just shit? year after year and yeah. just getting away with it? And, you know, even after they knew 
they really knew he had killed Rachel. He still killed people after that, and he still was managed to disappear. And he had He's getting cashed, away with it. He had cashed a couple of this guy's oh. checks. He'd been cashing this guy's checks for years. I got news for you. He is in the Otis system, Trudy. Oh, oh cool. Ooh. Yeah. So, what's the Otis system? That's like the offender person. search, the Michigan offender search. Oh, even though he was, even though he's on death row. By the way, what a nice picture oh. that is. Look at that. <laughs> is. Yeah, lovely guy. Oh, hot. Right? Isn't that him? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what, what he looks like? <laughs> is that him? No. That's no. not him? That's not him. Oh, really? Because he looks like Mark Pennington. <laughs> he did resemble him. There's a resemblance. <laughs> That's the same name, though. Really? I yeah. thought it was. This is the Marvin that uh, Marvin. has been arrested. Marvin. There's been a lot written about him. The bodies in the lake. Huh. Wow. Oh, boy. He's quite a piece of shit. Yeah. Um... Well, I kind of wish I couldn't see that, and uh, and I would continue not seeing it if I don't go to Yaldo, because if you go to Yaldo, he's going to fix your eyes, because uh, you'll be seeing better without glasses and contacts than you ever did, and it almost sounds too good to be true, but it is. It's the miracle of custom LASIK. The majority of Dr. Yaldo's custom LASIK patients see better than 2020. It's the definition of perfect vision. It'd be like how awestruck you were the first time you saw a big screen and high def. Multifocal implants were designed for people 40-plus who hate reading glasses. You can throw the readers and your bifocals away, and again, you'll see with the precision sharpness at close and at a distance. There's no need to settle for bad vision. You deserve better, and either procedure is life-changing. No more eye exams. No more costly frames, lenses. No more hassle. And uh, now... It's uh, time to go outside again. You're going to swim, boat, golf, enjoy warm weather without having to worry about glasses and contacts. Evaluation is free. Call 1-800-398-EYES or go to yaldoeyecenter.com and say 1500 by mentioning the Drew and Mike show. And uh, check out all of the ways that uh, Dr. Roche can make you hotter. There's breast augmentation. And now when you spring forward, special rates for breast augmentation or breast lifts, 550 off at Dr. Roche's. Also deals on lipo. Buy one area of lipo. Get one area of lipo. Evolve special rates for spring. Six Evolve, six Virgil laser treatments. Simultaneously, Botox, a way to relax those deep frown lines in your forehead. You know, if you go around um, either deep thinking or angry... <laughs> It'll happen, so Dr. Roche can magically make them go away with Botox. Check it all out. Tell them what you're seeing that you don't like, that you want softened or lifted, and they can help figure out which of the million ways that they can help. Uh, 248-338-1110 for the offices of Dr. Gregory Roche. That meth story reminded me, I don't know if you guys saw Bam Margera's brother has spoken out. Yeah, Jess, Jesse. Yeah, that's the one he beat the shit out of um, and said that Bam's on the run, but Bam has also picked up a, a new habit, and that's doing meth. Really? Oh. Yeah, That's well, that's what his brother claims, that he has recently just started doing meth, and he's unrecognizable, and not only is he on the run, but he's got a new girlfriend, and the girlfriend has a kid that they're on the run with, an eight-year-old kid. Yeah, I saw no up, no real update, just that they think that he's hiding in a car somewhere. And like you said, Jess has been talking. He said that he's just been hallucinating. He's been up for a full week. Yeah. And this girlfriend sounds like a huge bitch. There was a story that last uh, last month. Well, meanwhile, there's a fucking eight-year-old kid with him, too. There's a, yeah, and, and last month, apparently when he was in the L.A. area, his friends organized an intervention for him. Again? Yeah, <laughs> and he seemed like he was up for it, but what ended up happening was the 
girlfriend was like, no, I don't think so, because I won't have anywhere to stay while you're gone. And they were like, uh, let's just keep rolling with this intervention. And then at some point, they had Bam's girlfriend or former wife on the phone, the one that he currently has the child with, the really young God, son, Phoenix. He is. And she was on the call with the intervention, and she said, hey, I am willing to let you back into Phoenix's life if you get sober. And, Phoenix. And the, girlfriend, and the new girlfriend got <laughs> he is pissed. just one bad decision. The new girlfriend got After pissed another. that his ex-wife was on the phone and made everybody leave. Hmm. Why'd they Kicked leave? everybody out of the intervention. Why did, what? I don't know. That's that just what the story ridiculous. says. I apologize for the reporting. All I know is watching Bam Margera over the past couple months, all I can think of is, that guy should probably add meth to the whatever he's doing. Uh, he looks he great. <laughs> oh, fuck, isn't that the worst yeah, thing for him to do? If you're a woman and you meet Bam Margera wherever, I mean, does he just run out of the woods or something? Like a bear? <laughs> I don't well, know. And, and you're like, oh, he's well, hot. I, I, That's how is, he I'm going to go on a limb I'm here. Trudy, I'm going to go on a limb and say she probably does meth, too. Oh, well, right. they no. said that you know he initially ran into the woods, and that's when the chase began, but mm. they believe that he's in a unknown. vehicle now. He's in a car. Yeah. Uh, speaking of intervention, you know, John Mulaney's got a new oh. stand-up. So have you seen it? No, but he was just, he was just on Kimmel and yeah, he was I, talking I, about do, it. Do you guys like John Mulaney? I'm not a Sometimes. Big fan. I like him. I think he's I think he's pretty good. I mean he's he's very smug and but I think that's part of the act and part of the delivery. Mm-hmm. Um but I watched that whole uh special and it's really interesting because ninety-five percent of it is about him going to rehab. Yeah. And the stories, uh, some of them, like, yeah, that really happened, or right, how, how embellished is it? But I was very entertained. It wasn't like a laugh out loud, hilarious yeah. uh, special, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's the whole aspect of rehab that he's talking about and him going to rehab yeah. and his intervention that I found, you know, kind of funny and pretty interesting. Yeah. And some of the stuff he pulled. A lot of it's similar to when he did his monologue on SNL when he hosted, but. I, I thought it was. I thought it was worth checking out. I'm worth gonna, watching. I'll, I'll listen. Uh, so, um, did he reveal who who was at the intervention? Because they alluded to the <laughs> fact that it was a star-studded cast. So, who was it? No, you know, he did mention that. He, and I don't want to ruin his jokes, but Seth Meyers was there. Oh, okay, and Andy. Um, um, was it Andy there? Sandberg. I don't know. I mean, I uh, no. Wondered. He mentioned Fred. Well, he Arm- famously went on Seth's show completely. Fucked up. Wasted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when he had when he had the the long trench coat and the sunglasses, he was so high during that interview. Yeah, and uh, but he mentioned Fred Armisen was there. I mean that that's the, the stuff he was talking about his intervention, his the intervention itself. I was laughing out loud at a, at a lot yeah. of it because you know he's making fun of how famous he thinks he is and right. he yeah. really isn't. And now you have all these comedians there, but none of them are making jokes, <laughs> and they all agreed not to do oh. any. I don't know. It's just I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty. I, hopefully, it's all true and honest, and how he delivered it, because that makes it even better. But you'll never know. If Fred Armisen were at an intervention, if I needed an intervention in Fred Armisen, <laughs> I would think that it was it was a joke. That was, I was one being of pranked. That because, was one of his things. He's like, "This is how bad it was." He said Fred Armisen was there, and he didn't do a single character because <laughs> that's kind of what you would expect out of Fred Armisen. His being scene there. in Barry was. God, that was fucking funny. That. Jesus. I forgot. I can't ruin it, though. It was hilarious. God, that was... He's he's always that kind of, you know, like comic relief in anything totally he's in. I totally forgot about so that. So wild. Yeah. God, Barry's so goddamn good. Yeah, that is good. It's getting really, really I'm running, intense I'm now. I'm running out of things to watch. Are you? Yeah. Jeez, I don't know how you do it. I'm behind on, like, 500 series. Because so, I watch a lot of stuff at, like... 
one and a half speed. What's good to watch? Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I need to figure out how to do that. Because I hate long stretches of things where they have like somebody's reaction is, you know, really slow and oh. thoughtful. I hate that. I yeah, I don't. Just, <laughs> I don't like suspense in shows. Like, I've been known speed to up. skip ahead because <laughs> me too. Like, you know what the worst was was Dexter. Yeah, and when he's going, it's like okay, I know something's gonna happen. I don't right. need to see him go yeah. through drawers of a house for fifteen minutes. Can we get to it? Yeah. So yeah. it always skip forward. I know. Minute, but. Yeah, I get shit for that all the time because you're just like, why don't you let them tell the story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. Elsewhere in uh, entertainment news, uh, the Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen, is that his name? Morgan uh-huh. Wallen, right. Um, had that concert canceled. I guess it was a pretty big concert, too. Last second, at, like very last second. Yeah, and he claimed it was because of his voice, right? And he not, said he lost his voice. And, and so the opening acts had already played, and it was literally, he was about to go on stage, and that's where they canceled it. So immediately people are like, wait a sec, would you really wait to the very last second if your throat was sore? Yeah. If your voice was out, and so now there's been lawsuits filed, and I thought one of the intriguing things about it is this girl has a TikTok out there where she's talking to a security guard, and I don't know where the security guard is in, in, in relationship to where Morgan Wallen is, but the guy's like, oh, yeah, man, he's too drunk. He can't even walk. He can't oh. even stand up. Uh-huh. You know, And so much so that his label had to come out and said, this is security guard doesn't know what he's talking about. He wasn't too drunk. He's fine, you know, which, of course, that's what they're going to say. And sure, losing sure. his voice is bullshit. Right. So I, I don't know, or that losing his voice is bullshit is what the security guard's saying, but they're obviously saying that, no, he, he was he literally lost his voice, and that's why he couldn't sing. But if that was the case, would they wait till the very last second to cancel that show? I could think you wouldn't find out that you couldn't sing. Maybe he was drinking the very honey. Last minute. Now, be that as it, as it is, do you really really sue over this? Is this really something you want to go through litigation for? Well, the one, I, you know, I saw that one of the fans is so pissed off that they, she they're wants offered a refund. refunds. Yeah, yeah. And the, they're, they're mad back. that they're, not, they're mad they're not getting their refund fast enough. Or are they not so getting a relax. full refund? Are they just getting a prorated well, because they I mean, saw a bunch of I did see the, the opening act, but one lawsuit, um, page six went through it, and the guy wants to be reimbursed not only for his ticket but transportation, lodging, food. Merchandise, Merch? transaction fees, and I'm like, well, wait a sec, though. You still traveled, you yeah. still lodged. I mean, the only part of your purchases that didn't come through is him actually performing, which would be the ticket. Right. I mean, you ate the food. Yeah. You still well, have the merchandise. But you did it. I presumably. wasn't going to eat if I didn't see Morgan exactly. Wall in that day. Precisely. So I think that's kind of frivolous. But you did it presumably because you were going to see him. So that was all yeah, in the in the preparation of going to see. But every him. transaction though was fulfilled, except for the fact that he was singing. I don't get why he's trying to get money back for the merch, though. He keeps the merch. I know. Right? Well, so and he ate the food. Dumb. That's well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right then. Um. Just saying, I think that's a little ridiculous. That is but I re- believe ridiculous. I, I believe he had other shows. Did he cancel other shows, Brandon? Do you know? I thought he might have canceled the next two, which makes you think, oh wow, he really did lose his voice. But then again, maybe that's in a big cover conspiracy because he was just <laughs> hammered. No, I didn't say anything about his okay. future spots, but and the show was at uh, Oxford, Mississippi, at their football stadium. So that's a huge oh, stadium. Really? I mean, we're not talking 20,000. We're talking more like 60,000. He's a really? huge, huge act. Yeah. Which, you know, anybody that knows Oxford, I'm they, so sorry. That they sounds, love to party down there. hideous. What? It's in Mississippi. 
Uh, I know oh, come on. If it, was, uh, if it was, if it was Rush, if it was Rush, I you would hate go. the South. You hate the You hate Florida. You hate Mississippi. I don't hate Florida. When did I say I hated Florida? Put me on the record. I don't like Florida. I'll tell you that much. There are parts of Florida that I I'm just, not I was just there and it reminded of. me. I don't like this place. It's too crowded. Yeah, there is. I think yeah, that's my problem with Florida is it's, it's just too goddamn crowded. Yeah. Um, you know, like it when the weather's nice, but, uh, well, I mean, that's, that's their huge advantage. But, but, my, my, my problem with the South, and I tell my brother this who lives in rural Virginia is that it's just slow. Everybody's slow. It's like, yeah. let's go, let's go. I got things to do. Yeah. I got places to go. I don't want to sit on my porch and drink sweet tea. I know. The story know. is not a Southern cliche. And they, they would not watch movies at 1.5. They would watch <laughs> movies at 0.5. Maybe, maybe, Half speed. Maybe, I, maybe I'm the problem. That's I just want to yeah, get us. everything done and consume it. I do have a consumption problem. <laughs> I think we should let the audience know about our guest today because we got, uh, we got shafted by a guest. Oh, well, you know what? She, um, I'll, I'll handle this, though. She messaged me back. She's a oh, lovely person. Laura Juicy TV, who yeah. was supposed to fart on command on the show today. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it kind of coincided with her mom's the day that her mom died and it caught up to her. And she, She's not going to fart on the day her mom died? <laughs> How respectful. She's not farting all day? <laughs> there, there was some other speculation. <laughs> I saw some listeners that have been communicating her via comment sections. What? Yeah. No. So what did they say? Well, they're just oh, they I'm... were telling her that they were excited for her appearance on the show oh. and she was like, I'm gonna I'm not gonna make it. Oh, uh, you think ma- she maybe next week. She, she got stage fright? Her bet got... Sounds like someone's having their monthly. <laughs> Wait, was that was that today, Brandon? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, sure. Here, I'll have to find them, but yeah, you're not ragging it, are you? No, I, I'm just trying to figure out what's really going on. Does she need a mental health break? I don't know. This could I mean, be our first. I don't know. This could be our first mental health break on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited. What's going on? You no. having your period? I mean, if there's if some she, speculation, you know, she that. listens. So, like, all ah, this is she not wouldn't laugh. Come on, she wouldn't laugh at those drops. She listened and answered some of the questions on when we talked about it on Monday too, oh. like about creeps and stuff like that. Maybe oh. she doesn't perform when it's you know that's going on too. Oh, does she think we're gonna? It's possible she thinks a whole bunch of our creeps are going to no, descend no. on her. Oh, well, no. Mar- Mark was they talking about it. They already have. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about anything. Mark was responding to the Me? drop. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sounds like someone's having their monthly. Um, Does that no, I mean, it? if it's if she really is not feeling well because it's her sure. mom's birthday or whatever, then uh, you know, I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. she farts next week, it'll be just as good as that's any good. farts of this course. week. Of course. will probably better <laughs> farts. Actually, yeah. that's, that's the entertainer in her. She's building suspense. <laughs> yes. That's really good. I, I kind of no, went She through. feels like she's not going to have great farts. I don't want her coming on the show. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Sure that was what she yeah. said, too. She felt like she didn't want to be a boring guest and, you know, like if she didn't feel it. So well, we, we want her to be 100%. You know, what if she's all this. air and no sound or something? <laughs> she does have new videos on TikTok. Let's take a look. Wait, she better not have made that today. Uh, I don't know. They could have been just in the can, you know. <laughs> Literally, the can. Well, they're all in the can. <laughs> At a store. <laughs> a suitcase? Oh, what is this? this is, that, is that a purse? Is that a fan? That's a, a kettleball. Kettleball, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a kettleball exercise. I like that she farted <laughs> Fart before she down. did the squat. And we're gonna bring the PVC pipe back here. That's uh, my yep. fave. I'm at Home Depot with the pipe, and I'm going to fart in it. Oh, the last one was at Lowe's. <laughs> Why is she at home? Oh, is he, are these kept outside? 
yeah. Is there a stock of them in the parking lot or something? She buys them, you know, her special ones. <laughs> they have the most amazing resonance. Again, I'm just going to say the fart governors. This is just a weird confluence that these farts were found and she was supposed to be the guest today. It's not that we're going all fart podcast. No. Oh, yeah, that's no. right. We do have fart governors, though. <laughs> oh, she's going to fart in the library. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's taken aback. She's shocked by her own fart. <laughs> that was louder than she expected. It was very loud. Look at that smile. <laughs> oh, my God. And who's this chick that films her? Like, her best friend. Like, hey, I'll film it's all your farts. She's up to 87,000 followers. That just keeps wow. growing. She's going to hit the 100,000 mark so, very soon. 2.6 million likes on TikTok. Laura Juicy TV. Don't you want to know who films her? Is it her girlfriend yeah. or does she have a cuck boyfriend? No, that was well, a chick that laughed laughing. Yeah, laughing. Wait, why would you be cucked if you're uh, cucked by... I think any any guy that's so into his... I've decided that, that guys who like girls with boner armies are cucks. Oh, oh, I see. I think. I don't Just a theory. Yeah. I think at least some of them are cucks. Yeah, okay. Just like Consuelos. I agree. Does anybody watch Kelly Ripa this week, by the no. way? No. How bad? <laughs> I, I haven't heard much about it. I don't know. I, it's maybe people are laying off for a while. But I have to tell you, um, I did have one show recorded, and I watched about 20 minutes of it. It's so bad. He's horrible. Well, there's no chemistry. No, that's what's so funny about it, though. They're husband and wife, and there's no chemistry. And he just looks, everything about him just says awkward. Yeah. Um, he just has nothing to add. She's always sort of retelling his stories. I was going to say, he's probably, off. he's scared to say anything because he showed, just cuts him off and finishes it or contradicts everything he says. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, even I know She is that. not a likable person. Not terribly. I think, has she scored on cuteness all these years? Yeah. She's awfully hard now, though. Because, you know, with Regis, I remember she, when she started with Regis, she was really cute. She was like, first of all, Regis well, was so well. old that she kind of made fun of Regis in a nice way. It wasn't an it wasn't ageist was contrast. Plus, plus she, was, Hi, she was replacing Kathy Lee. Oh, yeah. Hi, Regis. Who That's turned true. into Leona Helmsley. I've noticed after Kathy you said Lee? that. What? They, Kathy Lee? You said, um, what did you say the other day? Somebody who- The Many Honey. For many, Maria oh, Bartiromo. Maria Bartiromo looked like Leona Helmsley. And she does. And so did, um, what's her name? Kathy Lee Gifford? Uh, no, Don Jr.'s girlfriend. Oh, and Gil now Gilfoyle? Kathy Lee. I think they're all like turning into- I've oh, never I seen know. them in the oh, same place. Wait, that's weird. Kathy Lee does look weird. What is that? Why do they turn into Leona Helmsley? <laughs> that's got to be- It's got to be plastic. Too much work. It has to be, right? Yeah, she's I got think, a joker yeah. smile. Because, you know, you do see those, there are those people who you go, God, what's going on with that person? Because they look too young. They just don't look, it doesn't look natural at all. Like Madonna, for example. Mm. And they tend to turn into the cat people, don't they? Turn into cat people? Yeah. It's so weird. Well, I mean, that's, gravity fighting with cosmetic. That's a joker laugh or smile right there, the big cheeks. and the. Yeah, she looks like she can't make a full <laughs> smile. She looks like she's... She's just fighting to open that mouth. She's got food in her teeth, too. You gross. Oh. She does. Ew. She has to fix that McCormick Ooh, neck. Oh, there's one that's like, there's one on both sides of her incisor. That is a turkey neck. Or actually, it's her second <laughs> tooth from the front. It's not the incisor. It's only one side of the incisor. The incisor doesn't look like an incisor either. 
What are you, a dentist? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's really weird? When I go to Dr. Hartrick, she, I can have not seen her in a couple years ago. So, how's old uh, 32 doing? <laughs> Fuck. She doesn't even look at my chart. I know. Anybody, well, she studies before you go in. She knows everything. And actually. She, she remembers stories. She remembers insane things. Because we've had many very strange discussions in the course of all my appointments. Well, she gives you gas, What a trolling too. dentist, by the way. <laughs> she gives you gas, then you're a totally easy mark for her as well. But I got to tell you, I love nitrous at the dentist's yeah. office. I feel, that's the happiest I ever feel I in my life is when I'm in the dentist chair <laughs> yeah. on nitrous. Yeah. It reminds me of the story I was telling you about yesterday, Drew. You should re- uh, read it here. Oh, why don't you read it? You know. The story about, about than Tony I Shea. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's oh I thought you were talking about the guy. The Zappos guy. Yeah, the Zappos guy. Yeah, his last name is spelled H S I E H, but it's pronounced Shea, apparently. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think most people know, or do you guys remember, that he killed himself yeah. in, in a fire, right? That he like, caused. He did. He caused it, and everyone's like, why did that really rich Zappos guy kill himself? So the story. There's Wait, a, was, that was an accident, though, wasn't it? No. It wasn't? No. No. Oh. This guy. Has totally lo- just totally lost his fucking mind, um, and I was doing that research because you asked how much, like how much money did he make, <clears throat> and he had one of the first internet advertising kind of companies, which he sold to Microsoft for two hundred fifty million, which I think netted him like fifty million. Nice. And then he had um, an incubator, and he invested and and did really well, and that's when Zappos is like, hey, come help us, and he just took that business off, oh, and launched. it still is today. And they, they sold it to Amazon. And, but when he was in charge of Zappos, one of his things was to rebuild Las Vegas downtown because, you know, everybody was about the strip. Yeah. And he he, want, he had this kind of idea of a utopia um, where people can work and live and play. And that's what he, why he poured so much money into downtown Las like Vegas. Like the district. So, kind of, well, <laughs> yeah, but this actually came to fruition. Um, With fewer parking lots. And the reason that's germane is because once they sold Zappos to Amazon, he's like... All right, I'm going to do what I just did here, but I'm going to do it in Park City, Utah, and I'm going to do it better mm. with my own money. So the story kind of picks up. He he had just moved. He's 46, bought this ranch in Park City, Utah, and people started noticing this, this slight change in him. So his family would come out to visit him, and his mom was really worried about him, and and she said to him, you know, why, you know, what's going on? And he said, hey, you treat me like a friend and I'll be open to you. But if you treat me like a parent, I'm going to hide information from you. Which is a really weird thing to say. And she would say, you know, Tony, you should probably go to therapy. And he goes, all right, I'll go to therapy on one condition. Hi, mommy. Every minute I'm in therapy, you have to be in an ice bath. Which is exactly how anybody would respond to their parent when they said they have to go to therapy. What? what? How do you enforce that? Uh, well, you don't. No parent would ever choose it. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, whatever." I think he. Well, he's a he's a visionary. <laughs> we were talking about visionaries yesterday, Drew. Right? Oh, he's a Just he's like Elizabeth outside, Holmes. He's an outside of the box thinker. Exactly, and he does have a way that he could have enforced it. So, the family's really worried about him, but his brother stayed back. Right? His brother's like, "I'm going to keep an eye on him," and you'll come to find out that boy, people really liked taking Tony Shea's money from him. Including his brother, who claimed to stay back uh, <laughs> to help him out. Um, so they get a guy in to kind of help manage his money because they know it is just getting worse and worse and worse. And his drug of choice is nitrous oxide. Really? Wait, but you can't blow Poppers? a fortune on nitrous oxide, can you? What? Why? Because it's not that expensive. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're doing that. Have you ever seen the Steve-O documentary? 
Yeah, but Steve-O wasn't working. Steve-O didn't have that kind of money either. You see how many, though, were laying around? I mean, oh, yeah, no, no, that's insane. No, I know you can go through a ton of nitrous oxide, but I'm just saying this guy made $50 million on one deal. He made, I mean, he made, he had hundreds of millions of dollars, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you have millions upon millions. I don't think you can spend that on nitrous. <laughs> I think you have to blow it on other stuff, like his brother. Oh, yeah. So he got really into this idea of biohacking. You know what biohacking is, right? Where you no. try to you try to do things to your body so you can live longer, kind of like a blood boy, mm. or like that guy that was spending you know what two million a year to live longer. Oh, right, yeah, the oh, guy yeah. that was okay. Kinda, so, but his idea of biohacking is he convinced himself that if he inhaled enough nitrous oxide, it would heighten his blood oxygen <laughs> levels and therefore eliminate the need for sleep. Plus, you get to be on nitrous all the time. <laughs> wow. Can you believe like, that was his idea to stay awake all the but time? Anyone knows you have to sleep. Yes. You can't, the idea of living longer is not to stay awake. That's not how you live longer. Right. He smoked a lot, too, and people said in between cigarettes, he would just have whippet canisters and just inhale like he was <laughs> drinking water from a bottle. He was using more than 50 a day. <laughs> so it's crazy. Some of this started at an effect 50 on- 50 whippet canisters a day? A day. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, he must have been so happy. He was so fucked up, he once stepped on glass, cut his foot, and walked around Park City leaving streaks of blood on the floor. <laughs> a trail that he said, hey, it'll make it easy for you guys to find me. Wow. The thing about um, nitrous, though, is that- once you breathe oxygen again, you're, yeah, it doesn't you're last long. I need 50. You're not high. Wait, Mark, are you sure 50 is enough? That doesn't seem like enough to last all day. Yeah. Who knows how big those canisters are? You're staying up all night. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how big the canisters are. So it's not one whippet per canister. He had another great idea to pretty much eliminate food and water from his diet so he would never waste time going to the bathroom. I don't know if that's... <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that's going to the bathroom it takes up so much time. Oh, wait. I take exception to his idea that he's going to live longer. Yeah, no. I don't think he's really obvious. focused on that, based on what I'm hearing. <laughs> So he, he mainly lived in this compound of his, and people would just come in all the time with all these great ideas because they wanted to take his money. I mean, that's what he did. He was kind of a venture capitalist. Oh, so he a was- A venture capitalist on nonstop whippets and no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> While he was that's initially- That's the guy I want to choose as my investor. He was initially seen at mealtimes. And he built a pole barn. Probably, oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, he's got a great way to get things done. I don't Give know if it, some nitrous. if it financially <laughs> makes sense or not. Um but he, he would normally start like having these meetings, you know, in meeting rooms and he would eat with people and then started spending more and more time in his bedroom. And then eventually every meeting was pretty much in his bedroom. <laughs> his brother said that his room looked like a homeless shelter. There was feces on the ground. Ah, oh what? Well, you didn't want to really, waste time. Go to the bathroom. That's not conducive to a good meeting. That's not conducive to a good business meeting. <laughs> he was distracting. There were plants in his toilets, so how was he, how was he supposed to use it? Plants in his toilet? Yeah, why not? Fecal matter. Wait, so he put dirt in the toilet so he could grow plants out of it instead of use it as a toilet? Or he just decided not to water it, and it'd be easier to put it in the toilet and just flush anytime he wanted to water it. Well, that's, well he's an outside-the-box stinker. <laughs> Feces on the ground, plants in his toilet, broken glass, broken plates all over the ground. Runs. Why, are the, why is everything breaking? <laughs> he doesn't have time. He's like... 
You don't I know have to that. break it. Just stack it. Just flings it. This reminds me of the story today about the House of Skank, mm-hmm. where these guys oh, yeah. went in and found, they think, approximately 10,000 beer cans full of urine. Oh, God. Yeah, that somebody was living there, and they just drank and peed in... In that's beer not, bottles. That's, that's all they did. Not the easiest way to pee, though. Trudy, you don't know? act like you're grossed yeah, out. You gotta I, aim I, weird. Yeah, yeah you makes me want to throw up. If it's a can, was it a can or a bottle? A can, I think. Ah, oh, and there man. were also dangerous game. They yes. said there were ten to fifteen cockroaches per can of beer, oh, filled with god. urine. Oh my god, <laughs> Joe's apartment. And they knocked over a bunch of the cans of urine when they went in there to start working. Oh, oh. oh. smell. <laughs> There was just a tower of cans of urine, and they knocked it over towards them. Would you rather visit that place or Tony Shea's place? Look at this. Uh, Tony Shea's, because at least he's got money. <laughs> yeah, Tony, all those are full of urine. Don't, don't throw up. Oh, it's cause too. The oh stuttering God, John's apartment. Look at it. <laughs> How can Anheuser-Busch have any kind of loss in in revenue? The urine started affecting the the foundation of the house. (laughs) Oh, God. uh, (laughs) What you want to call it? The rock, the... Foundation. Yeah, the found well, yeah. yeah, the foundation, but it was a certain kind of rock. And the they're foundation. not it was dissolving. Cinder block. It. They're not like the no, cans, by blocks. the way. They're the metal bottles. Yeah, so the that's big why they were aluminum. Yeah. They hold more urine though. Very so easy that's cool. to pee in. That's well, probably why I drank them. Very easy to urinate. Yeah, it's got the open mouth. You that's, get the head in there easily. That's what I was gonna say, Brandon. That's not as dangerous <laughs> of a game as peeing into a can. Right. <laughs> so is he? Is he ever shotgunning a beer while peeing in another one? Possibly. One stream that goes in. Yeah. Why not just pour the beer into the empty can? Get out the middleman. How'd this guy afford all this beer? <laughs> Cause. I have dibs you know on this story, the... by the way, on YouTube. I vote for urine in the game. <laughs> dibs. It's not your turn yet, but you can use it when you when it's your turn. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. I didn't sorry. mean to interrupt. No, so Tony, he's he's um he's holding court in his bedroom. He's surrounded, by the way, in his bed with nitrous oxide canisters so he's just sitting in there while people come in pitching him ideas he's got feces on the ground rotten food under the bed rotten food on the walls too at least he knows it's his feces though it's not like a dog dog feces do we know that his own feces do we know that Uh, do we know that it's his feces well who else is it gonna be do do all the people in the meeting start taking dumps in there (laughs) yeah because they don't want to leave (laughs) why not so it looks like somebody does i I might as well (laughs) he's got a poop fetish so he came up with this idea called 10X. This is how he's going to get things done. And the idea of 10X is to um, give everybody 10% commission to get stuff done. Right? Does that make sense? So if uh, you No, to, I understand it, but it doesn't make sense. If you book Depending a restaurant... Does that make sense? A restaurant for everybody to eat and the tab's $1,000, the person that booked the restaurant gets 100 bucks. That's a ripoff. For who? I mean, you just be... The, I would just want to book stuff for him. Hey, let's have a convention. <laughs> that was the point. He wanted to get stuff let's done. Let's go stay at the Ritz for a few days. He wanted to create a competitive like um, environment where people, when he wanted something to get done, it got done really quick. <laughs> That's true. Um, so at one point... It'll cost you, though. Uh, Why don't you just pay the people's salary? <laughs> at one point, his brother Andy urged another friend to convince Tony to invest $10 million in a tequila company, eventually asking that, hey... Andy! You should ask him for fifty million because he knew he would get ten percent of the fifty million uh-huh. if it came through, wow. which is insane. So the guy get the five million. Uh, well, he, it turns out I don't think that person that person ended up backing out. She, they didn't even want the ten million from <laughs> from Tony Say because oh, he was so nuts. That sounds like the Paula Abdul concerts. 
Oh yeah, that's coming up too. So, so he has this longtime personal assistant. Her name is Mimi Fam, and Mimi was getting nine grand a month in salary to be his personal assistant plus travel expenses. But after that's uh, one hundred eight thousand dollars a year to be a personal assistant. That's a good salary. Yeah, uh, I mean your boss is on nitrous all the time. There's feces on the floor. Oh, you're getting yeah, but you can shit in there too. So. But that that was when she worked with him at Zappos, I guess. And then when Park City happened, she negotiated a pay raise and was now making thirty grand a month. Oh, God. oh man. What Jeez. a, what a great, 60 grand a year. What a great negotiator. But then 10X is coming up, right? His new thing. Right. So she started an LLC because, you know, call. now she's turning into a business. Sent invoices that totaled more than $20 million. Wow, that's $2 million for her. In one case, she managed a contractor who was being paid $83,000 a month for, <gasps> quote, assistant and management of various projects. Seems kind of vague. Nice. So every month when he got billed for that, she made an extra $8,333. Um, when, when he bought a fleet of buses and asked Mimi Fam to arrange for them to be retrofitted at a cost of $3.7 million. Wait, a fleet of buses? Yeah, why does he need, f- I don't know, to get more whippets. I don't know what he, why he wanted it. She store a lot of whippets on buses, that's true. So she made commi- she made the ten percent commission on that three point seven. There was a seven million dollar purchase of the Big Moose Yacht Club that she made ten percent off. And of. none of them needed bathrooms because he just craps wherever. Yeah, uh-huh. but his idea was he just wanted people getting all his stuff done whenever he had a whim. Yeah, this is definitely after a whip it. This is definitely whip it logic. Oh, so yeah, I'm looking for the Paul Abdul part too, which is just great. I know, um, I can't believe she actually found her way into the story at all. Um, so Mimi Fam's efforts Hi, came. Hi, this is Paula Abdul. <laughs> Sorry. And I just farted really loud. See, more farts. Her plans came into conflict with those of Susie Bailson, a friend of Say's who had previously attended events with him as his plus one. It's kind of kind of like a girlfriend in a way. But now she was overseeing multiple operations in this Park City world that he was making. At one point, Mimi Fam introduced a Susie penalty, which Tony Say agreed to. For every day that Susie was on the properties, Fam would Mimi Fam would fine her boss, by the way, thirty thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Why? Because he, she didn't want her on the property, so she made the Susie rule. Why would oh he God. agree with that? He it's racked ridiculous. up $1.83 in fees from the scheme. Because <laughs> he liked her so much, she was always on the property. Why yes. would he agree to any of that? God. Another pushover. Another person his assistant Mimi fam was feuding with was Andy, his brother. Since Tony had met Paula Abdul early in the year, he had wanted her to come to Park City to do some shows. And because this is during COVID... Tours had been canceled, and she had lots of free time to do whatever she wanted to do. So Say proposed that Paul Abdul perform 180 shows at a local event venue known as Yellowstone for $9 million. Uh, well, when you're making 10%, why not book her to 170 shows? Wow. Except nobody's going to go. Who? By the 10th show, there'll be no one there. She's Who's already seen her. She's Nobody doing else a, wants to see her again. a residency in Park City for 180 <laughs> shows? That's ridiculous. What does she do? What does she do in her shows? She sings. She sings straight up. Straight up. Ba, 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 <laughs> I, I just, she dances. Da, 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 da. I just figured Probably. Tony Say would be sitting there at every show just doing whippets I know. all night long. <laughs> wow. So the deal is $9 million. Well, whoever got to close that deal got a $900,000 commission, and that was the complaint. His brother claimed that he closed the deal. Well, Mimi Pham said, no, I'm the one that gets the commission. But in the end, Paul Abdul ended up not doing it. 
Um, look, she's like, I can't play a residency. Nobody will come by the 10th show. That's stupid. Look at Mimi fans. Although dress. for $9 million, I'm surprised you wouldn't do it. Oh, Mimi fan looks great. Yeah. I like that dress. Wow, what an cool. evil hot chick. Uh, she's loaded now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is she? Did she get to keep the money? Probably. It I says, guess. It yeah. says that there was a settlement between Tony's estate and Mimi. Well, I mean, that's probably over what she billed, but I mean, everything he paid her before he died, why would she have to give that back? Uh, because it's not a, it's not realistic payment. I mean, I guess if it's a deal between him and her and he has all the money, then it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's not, I mean, he basically came up maybe with the Susie penalty, but the 10 X plan was his idea. I think the Susie penalty is a little over the top. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see if there's anything else interesting in this story. I kind of want to read the whole book. She looks really cute in some pictures. And then, then there is a, you find out there's a. Large gum to teeth ratio. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. In other pictures, it's revealed. Yes. That's that's pretty much all the good stuff. In the end, he barricaded himself um, in that shed with nitrous oxide canisters, candles, and a propane tank. So yeah, he killed himself. Wait, do they know why he was so depressed? <laughs> nitrous. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to guess it's all the nitrous. Yeah. But that should make you feel. If you don't feel bad, you just do another one. I think after a while, your endorphin receptors are burnt. That's probably true, yeah. Too many endorphins. Well, it's really nice that all those people cared enough about him to really help. Including you know, his brother. Stop him instead of taking his money all the time. Jesus, they just took advantage of... Yeah. Like, he would he, he would checkmark everything. He'd green light everything. Yeah, well, they, there was one guy, one financial guy, who was friends with his brother and him that came on. He, he came on, he moved from Texas to Park City because... Tony said, I'll double your salary, which is why he did it. But this is like the one guy that seemed to have control over it going, eh, this money is just going here, going there, and all over the place. So he, this guy claimed that Andy, his brother, asked him to divert as much as $100 million to an account that he controlled that he was going to put aside for his brother's retirement. Mm. Well, the financial guy's like, no, we're not going to do it. But because of the effort put forth, he wanted 10% commission on that. Yeah, wow. but he had already given himself a million dollar salary. His brother did from his own income, just for being his brother and living there. Wow! wow. I know it's nuts. The name of the book is Ooh. Wonder Boy. Uh, I mean, he sounds like a really fascinating guy and how he made all his money. But so I mean, the book covers his whole uh, career, not ju not just yeah. his demise. Yep, that sounds yep, like it'd be a great book. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to read that. I want to read that book. Yeah, nobody reads your new book. Where? I want that book. <laughs> hey, Brandon, can you queue up uh, GMA at 34, 734, 34 minutes in about, I don't think I queued it, but it's about the Ed Sheeran trial. Oh, he's cooked. He's allegedly plagiarized Marvin Gaye with his song, Thanking, Thanking Out Loud or Talking Out Loud? It I sounds heard, like let's get it on. I heard that. I, I don't know. I'm not sure about this either, Trudy. Yeah, he's cooked. It's thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Like That's the song. Everybody still awake? Well, here's the, is this the story? Oh, I didn't cue it, did I? Okay. Let's Brand's get it, it up. <laughs> there you go. See, Trudy, sounds like Okay. Oh, they cover it. Let's, Let's get, get it, it on. on. He mashed them together in a concert, and so his defense is that, hey, if I was stealing a song, would I be stupid enough to mash the songs together and blend them in a concert in front of 20,000 people? I'm yes. not that dumb. Nobody's that dumb. Check out this mashup. Yes, he would be that dumb. That's the smoking gun. 
<laughs> Thank you. Now to Ed Sheeran in court defending his Grammy-winning hit, Thinking Out Loud. Sheeran is accused of copying one of Marvin Gaye's biggest hits. Thanks Aaron for the podcast, is back lady. with that. Good morning lady. again, Aaron. Lindsay, good morning again to you. Ed Sheeran's supposed to play a bunch of concerts in New York in June, but first he has to come to this New York courthouse to face the music from a songwriter's face family the music. who hey, says it's time clever. Sheeran gives credit um, where credit is due. Mobbed on his way into court, Ed Sheeran sat alone on the witness stand to defend his Grammy-winning ballad, Aww. Thinking Out Loud, after he was accused of copying the 1973 soul classic, Let's Get It On. Here's Sheeran's hit. Baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23. Well, there's definitely a resemblance. The family of Ed Townsend, Marvin Gaye's co-writer, accuses Sheeran of copying the chord progression, rhythm, and other elements of Let's Get It On. This video of Sheeran blending the two songs at one of his concerts, the family's attorney called a smoking gun. Thanks for the podcast, by the way. Oh, we know the car goes nuts when he but sings Sheeran Let's Get It On. testifying, if I had done what you're accusing me of doing, I'd be quite an idiot to stand on stage in front <laughs> of 20,000 people. Again. Now, Sharon insists that he wrote his tune independently, and his you're attorney right. said that both songs contain basic musical building blocks that no artist can own. Guys, Sharon is expected back here later in the trial to continue his testimony. Guys. That is an interesting case. Fake! George, George, is, George does not think it's interesting. Does at all. not care at all. I don't even know what case apart. they were talking about. Do you know, look how far apart they sit on Good Morning America. It's just like <laughs> so yeah. away from each other. Um, I think the gay family is drunk on on civil copyright suit money. <laughs> I mean, doesn't seem like. Is it possible that two songs that big would be ripping off Marvin Gaye? I guess it's That's possible. Very possible. Uh, I th I think. It does sound. There's just a finite number of It sounds like it has the notes. same, but some songs sound a lot like others. Yeah. I mean, I've I've read about people writing music talking about how, oh, doesn't that sound too close to blank? Mm -hmm. I mean, they actually know it when they hear it. Uh, and let's get it on as a pretty well known song. <laughs> yeah, I, like I the, think I like the Jack Black version. Remember Jack Black singing it? Do you remember that or no? I oh. don't. Jack Black has that new song out, by the way, Peaches. Oh my God, the... it's so dumb. And it's <laughs> a Mario movie? And it's charted. I want to see that movie. It's charted, really? Yes. Yeah, you want to really... hear it? How hear bad this? is it? It's terrible. It's just really dumb. <laughs> you know, you know who, do you know who Peaches is? It's from my one and only no. Mrs. Peach. She was the princess, yeah, in Super Mario. And Mario. And he played Bowser, I think, in the movie. With my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Peaches, 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 peaches. Oh, yeah. It's already halfway done.
I can't even make it to the end. Isn't that terrible? Nah, it is, but <sighs> so it's who dumb. kids kids like it? Yeah, I guess that movie. <laughs> I mean, what, haven't gamers heard it enough? Well, it's new. Yeah, it's brand new. It's in the movie, so people who oh, went to the okay. movie would love it. But I think it's just kind of his. In the spirit of Jack Black, he's he just loves dumb songs. He does. Yeah, he does made dumb a lot songs of really well. good. No. dumb songs. Excuse me, the D is not dumb. Mario. No, they're not. But where, where's Tenacious D now? What happened to Kyle? They were um, touring. They not are that long touring. Ago. Yeah. They're in Germany. They're doing Europe, Europe now, or over the summer, June. Have they found a whole new generation of listeners? Oh, I, God, I hope so. That's another great show. Tenacious D has found a whole new generation. I'm going to rewatch that show. Audits because they're so funny that new people <laughs> are listening to them and finding their music. Oh, wait, wait, are they coming here? They're coming here. They are? Wait. Oh, no. Nope, I think they're done with the U.S. now. They're going to be. Didn't it, I, it seemed like they were so hot, and then because Jack Black came into the station at one time, yeah, was which was great fun, and they were playing at the Fillmore that night, or uh -huh. what was the State at the time, or the Fox, and, yeah. and they sold out, and everything was great. And then it seemed like I never heard about Tenacious D for like ten years. Yeah, Jack was every, busy making movies. Yeah. Every once in a while they tour. Yeah, they did. They a couple so years I've ago. At, I think I've seen them at St. Andrews. I've seen them at the State. Yeah. I have to say the most disappointing thing, because Jack Black, generally, almost anything he does, I'm interested in it. Because musically, he's very talented. Yeah. And there's usually something funny, stupid, or very melodic and good yeah. in his music. His acting is always fun. Oh, shallow Hell's he great. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds hot. <laughs> well, Saving Silverman. Saving great Silverman. I love that movie. Orange County is so yeah. underrated. Yeah. He picks a lot of good movies. Yeah. But he's an enemy Airborne. of the state. I will say, <laughs> yes, he is. this is the one black mark on Jack uh -oh, Black what? with me. I mean, I, I what? it's very what? hard what? to forgive what? him. What? I know I will. I'll get over it sooner or later. But oh, I, I think I know what it is. The, Madonna, the Madonna announcement. <laughs> I was so bummed out that Jack Black was there. Why was he there? He's too cool for that. Hmm. I didn't know he was. Yes, that stupid get-together. That is the most annoying thing where all those people act... <laughs> Like they're playing truth or dare, like they're serious. Oh, God. Well, Amy maybe... Schumer's there and Judd Apatow and all those creepy fucking people. And Jack Black is there. He can't be friends with those people. Maybe That's got a big not check. in my plan. Either got a big, he, maybe he got a big check, but also no. promotion for whatever is probably this coming no, up next. No, not that way. They're not was, acting he like in... he reveres Madonna. No. <laughs> okay. You forbid him. He's in The Mandalorian, too. He was in... Why was oh he there? God, Trudy, tell me why he was there. I can't forgive him yet. I, I don't know. Maybe... Does it bother you? Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Forgot if I saw about it. The Mandalorian episode he, in, he was in was awful. With Lizzo? Yeah, it was kind of dumb. It was pointless. It was just like, hey, here's an episode with Lizzo and Jack Black. It was just a goof. I and just Christopher Lloyd. Everyone in that Madonna, that ridiculous... Actually, we should watch. we should rewatch it. Everyone in that, to me, I was embarrassed for them. And I, I I was trying to imagine how that came together. Like, how did she pick that group? Because some of them made sense. And then some of it seemed like she almost said, um, you're coming to my tour announcement, and here's how it works. And I thought maybe Jack Black was one of those people. Possibly. He just, just kind of went, oh, yeah. it's Madonna. I guess I got to go. Yeah, for sure. And she looks like, oh. Eric Andre's there. Wait, what happened to Radikowski and Eric Andre? They were in love, remember? 
Oh, that was before. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah, but then she met Harry Styles, dude. So Eric Andre just was like, oh, well, obviously you met Harry Styles, so I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Andre can't fight Harry Styles' dick. Well, he was done with him. But movie. she was acting as if she was really into Eric Andre. I guess she should focus more on being a mom instead of dating everyone she sees, like Olivia Wilde said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Olivia. So jealous. Okay. I just want to make sure you all know why you're here. Yes. In this room, all bets are off. This is tough. Amy Schumer. Oh. Truth or dare. Dare, bitch. Oh. Wow. I swear with the every, Almost I everything anyone says, I hate. How you wake your husband's what? asshole. <laughs> I mean, butthole. Lil Wayne? Why is Lil Wayne laughing so hard? Because oh he's on drink. Nope. Sad and gross is very popular right now. West, also known as Diplo. Ah, come on. Truth or dare. Wait, why did he say also yeah. known as Diplo? Because nobody Diplo knows him by his real name. Finish the rest of it. You're so highbrow. So he's it. not really well, friends so with them? Because yeah, if you were friends with them, you wouldn't say that. You can't go over there and hide it. Well, you got to show Madonna. Yes. Jack, you have to verify that he's... I, yeah, I don't know I swear to God, I think 17-year-olds would do this. Yeah. Verification. He did it. Can we do Madonna? Don't ask. Just do it. Truth or dare? Dare. I want you to tongue kiss Jack Black right oh, now. Fuck yeah. Gross. Gross. Okay. I want it. Who is Amy Schumer screaming? I'd like to point out that these are adults. I am a different man. Yeah, I'm also a different man. Trudy, tell me you're not disappointed in Jack Black okay, right yeah, now. I'm out for him. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Jack Black is married. Eric Andre also is acting like the biggest tool. Sex book with you and Wayne and Jack and Madonna. Like everyone against the wall. Oh, yeah, everyone knows the page of the is sex book they're talking about. They're going to reenact. They're going to reenact a page of her sex book from 1992, and everyone knows what to do. Yeah. I dare you mm -hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest motherfucking hits. Okay. Four decades? Yeah, bitch. As in 40 years? Yes. As in all those songs? Fuck yeah. We're talking We're talking in your heart. We're talking tropical on the island breeze. All of nature wild and breeze. I just want to see a bomb drop in that room. I'm serious. It's terrible. That's a lot of songs. Can you pause for a second? I want to figure out who I hate most in what order. Can I see the whole room? So you hate her most. Let's back it up a little bit. I think I hate her the most because she's the ringleader. Amy Schumer's second. Um, the guy in the 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 Diplo Diplo, he's really annoying me. Uh, he's too into it. It's uh, the glasses, the whole the white hair, um, all that. I'm really mad at Little Wayne because he's acting like he's in the, his most natural habitat or something. Yeah. I, I think he he can't be friends with these people, can I, he? I think he's he's cool everywhere he is because he's Little Wayne. But he's laughing too hard. He's acting like this. He's never been anywhere. He's never been so entertained in his life. What well, kind of cameras make horrors out of people? So. And then where's Jack Black on this? I'm putting, scale? I should have put him second or third because I'm so disappointed in him. I am so, because I like Jack Black. I love Jack Black. And I've always thought he was cool too in a lot of ways. And he just, he loses so many cool points here. 
This is the end. That's a lot of songs. That's a lot of songs. Why are those people all singing that stupid song? Well, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. I'm there. There? Okay, so the answer is... I don't even know who that is. Who is that? Who's that? I don't know. You know what? Eric Andre looks uncomfortable. He does. He looks um, really uncomfortable. Would you other, like to hear Jack Black's explanation as to why he was there? There is one? Yeah. I, the yeah. other people there, by I the way, listen. Bob the Drag Queen, Meg Stalter. I don't think Jack Black can change my mind, but I'm going to be open-minded about well, it. Trudy, how, who are you most disappointed in in the group? Um, yeah, I guess Jack. I just didn't. Yeah, you're right. Brandon? I don't want him to be Jack, there. because I have higher standards for him. Mark? <laughs> Jack, oh, without a doubt. Okay. No, no, I changed my vote. I'm most disappointed in Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's even that's beneath him. I don't even know who he is. But. There are people in that room, I don't even know who they are, and I already hate them. <laughs> you pre-hate them? Yes. So here, here's Jack on the hard-hitting interview show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, oh. dressed as Bowser, by the way, explaining. Okay, I hope he doesn't act like he had a great time, and I think he's going um, to. Uh, Jack, this is not wildlife, but it looks wild. Uh, what's happening in this photo, sir? Oh, that's the yeah. photo they took. Okay, the Madonna so sex a lot happening. I know that's Madonna. You know what Is happened? That Lil Wayne. Uh, Lil Wayne sucking yeah, your tip. Lil Wayne, and, and that's Larry over on the other side. You know what happened Larry. was uh, my wife and I were invited over to a dinner. Is uh, this what happens when yeah, you we get went invited over to, to the dinner? dinner. We thought we were just gonna have a nice little quiet dinner, and then uh, at the end of the dinner, uh, it was announced. Madonna is going to play Truth or Dare, and we're going to film it. So uh, anyone who wants to join, no pressure. Anyone who wants to join the Truth or Dare. And I was like, I'm not going to do the Truth or Dare. And my wife said, what are you talking about? It's Madonna. You have to go. I was like, okay. I got permission from my wife to play Truth or Dare with Madonna. (laughs) And the next thing you know, we're like making... Crazy, sweet. Uh, you're trying to edit it for gay stuff. Just a lot, a lot went down, and uh, I had permission. Okay. I, your wife was cheering yeah, you on. That makes him sound it. like he wants to be there. <laughs> I don't believe him. I don't either. Um, that's you can't say no to Madonna. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you that's that's the best excuse you can make, though. He's also promoting a movie, so there's oh, another well, reason. They didn't talk about his movie. It's no, all about he's, Madonna. He's, he's talking about being there, dressed as Bowser from. Mario. It's not, not good enough. Hey, so, that movie, but, but by the way, story, did his well. His story is that he is going to a dinner, and then all of a sudden it's crazy. A truth or dare game broke out, which I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I know. That's that, so that stupid. That was very calculated. A truth or dare game broke out. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he should say, I was invited to a slumber party at Madonna's house, and uh, truth or dare was part of it, of course. Started playing spin the bottle. I, I appreciate the fact that he's throwing his wife under the bus, making it her fault. It's clearly. Like, I don't want to do it. An elaborately yeah, it planned event, though. There were. There was a camera crew. There's a production crew. Yeah, they were all, yeah. So they had dinner. I'm really, <laughs> the really food didn't disappointed. Matter. Dinner. Mm. Okay. So um, there was some important headline news today. Let me find my headline news. There was. Uh... Oh yes. Um... <laughs> Emily Ratajkowski flaunts her abs in a racy sheer top. Ugh. That was one headline. Maria Menounos, 44, Menounos. stuns in a white swimsuit in Hawaii. How's she look? Isn't she pregnant now? She's in a one-piece white bikini. I just saw it was a lot of white. Uh, I didn't really look at the picture. By the way, I didn't care. 
Uh, is anybody else sick of seeing Maria Menounos when they get gas? Yes, yes. It's always when I get gas. Jesus gassed. Christ! She always wants me to listen to her fucking podcast, and uh, she has tips on how to uh, be happy. And her like, tips oh, fuck are you. the dumbest tips for whatever they're for I've ever heard. I should start recording. Have you noticed that, Drew? Have you gotten gasoline, and Maria yes, Menounos? I have. I have been yelling at you to be happy. Yes, I've been verbally assaulted by Maria Menounos at the gas station. Whenever I go to the gas station, it's also it's always Jerry Millen telling tell me to come by. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. Totally good idea. Anyway, she was uh, stunning in a white swimsuit in Hawaii. Kim Kardashian showcases her flat midriff in crop top track bottoms. And then, I can still rock a bikini. Real Housewives of New York vet Luann DeLessips claps back at Hater, who said she was too old to model a two-piece. Hater's gonna hate. Boo! Schlosser6196 wrote, way too old. Boo! <laughs> And I see the story, Brandon. I think there's a video of her clapping back. Well, funny thing was, the uh, I was looking at the comments underneath the story, and a lot of more about what a shitty stove she had in her kitchen. <laughs> Let's see, what does she got? Uh, oh, you don't have. It's a in the story. Yeah, no. It's if you play the video, you'll or yeah, the pictures in the story, and it might be in the video too. I, I saw one today. Uh, I don't have it to show, but it's Elizabeth Hurley. Bends over in a bikini. There's a stove. So. There's a stove. Oh, yeah, it is shitty. Proud of the fact that I can still rock a bikini at this age. That's Women nice. should be able to wear whatever they she want at any age, yeah. as long as they feel good. So be cool. Don't be like all uncool. I'm proud of the oh, fact yeah, that, that I can still real young. rock a bikini. Right. <laughs> Way to respond to Schlosser6196. I know. And it makes a story. Who has zero profile picture because he's just a troll. Don't even, just don't respond to it. Just <laughs> no, move on. Why does it then become a thing? I guess because she's in a bikini. Bikini. Because yeah. everybody's and, never even heard of that chick. And Kim Kardashian, Kardashian showcasing her flat midriff in crop top track bottoms. I'm like, she's wearing track bottoms. That's not that great. The fuck? I just got to put that big old butt in something. Did she just make an announcement that she's going to become a lawyer full time and she's not? Yeah, she's not going to be on live on TV. She doesn't really. It's very. She's not comfortable. She said she's sharing her life. She says that she will give up reality TV to do the full time. She didn't go to school. But I don't think she's going to until. Wait, she hasn't passed the bar yet? Right. Oh my God! Come on, are you kidding me? Stop, people! Stop perpetrating that lie. How many breaks do they have to give her? She doesn't have to go to. She doesn't finish high school, undergrad, or law school, and she gets a law degree. My favorite part That's is crazy. She's uh, famous because of a sex tape. She was telling this at like the Time Magazine Summit, wearing a see-through suit. It's like, <laughs> can you imagine showing up into court in that see-through suit? <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Oh wow. In Emrata's picture, where she was stunning and sending temperatures soaring, she had pulled her pants down, like, to her knees, and she had her underwear down just to where, like, her bush would kind of be. She doesn't have a bush in Yeah, she doesn't have one of those. Well, I said it was where it would kind of be. Yeah, that's the end of those underwear. It's like, oh, you walk around with your pants down uh, your knees and your underwear down a little bit? That's pretty weird. Yeah, there she is. She I wish I could make her thicker. Quite a body. <laughs> I know. God, She'll how get do, there. How do we get fat injected into her? How do we... See, I want a roofier to inject fat in her. Nothing else. I don't want to do anything to her but inject tons of fat. Just make her huge. 
I swear, when I when I brought up that thing, God, if you could put 200 pounds on anyone, who would you choose? I got a lot of response to that. There are a lot of people who want to put 200 pounds on someone. Really? Yes. Wow. Just to just to just to make them kind of chill out, humble and, them. Yeah, humble yeah, them. Right. <laughs> And, and who, a lot. Was it Kim, was Kim the winner or who was who? Oh, was she was in there, but the front runner. Um, let's see. I mean, oh, was, there were guys too. That's yeah, there right. were guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, put, put it on Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. Right. <laughs> by the way, what was the Bud Light story that was that you scanned by Brandon? I just saw it go by my eyes. Oh really? I. Oof. Oh okay. I'm not sure. I didn't see any update on it. Is it? Um, Bud Light pours plummet in thousands of bars and restaurants with 3,000 locations serving 6% less of the beer. Oh, so they're getting feedback from the actual bars yes. themselves yes. that are saying they're 6% down. I guess that's not that bad, is it? 6%, yeah, it is. Well, anything down in a week. Bad, well, it's just 3,000 locations. I think it's just one measure they have, but yeah, down 6%. That's a lot, though. I mean, <laughs> significant. <laughs> But this is the four. Uh, this is probably week three. So maybe week three is as bad as week two. So maybe our driver friend who's listening to the podcast, maybe he's delivering more. Light. I I swear I'm really fascinated by this because I just Fuck feel like light. it's a lot of anger about a lot of shit like this. And for some reason, it was really easy to take it on a Bud Light. It was really easy to go. No, I'm not drinking Bud Light. I'll have a Coors Light. Or I'll have, a, I'll have this beer, or I'll drink this instead of that beer. I'll have this beer. I'll have any other kind of light but Bud Light. And it it's just a way of voting in a way, but I don't think it's just Dylan Mulvaney. I think it's a lot of shit like it. And this was just because it was, a lot of attention was drawn to it. People said, yeah, I'm in. I'll not drink Bud Light. Although Brandon didn't participate. Brandon was a good sport about it. I mean, I, I wasn't that upset about it, to tell you the truth, personally. I, I drink Bud Light, and I've said this before, only because I can drink a million, like a bunch of them. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the reason, is just so I can... You're probably keeping that driver driving. No, didn't, I, didn't somebody you, challenge you on that, though? That's fine. I will take the I will take the <laughs> challenge. I can drink a case of Bud Light. It depends on the time of it, though. Like, how over the, the 20, stretch of the what? T- the 24-hour challenge? You used to do that. Well, I mean, I can easily do a it in 24, in 24 hours. hours but, I mean, yeah. I think, like, if I were to go to, say, one of your Michigan tailgates, Mark, yeah. I can I can probably... That's the best tailgate. Within, beer. like, an eight-hour period, yeah, I can definitely yeah. take down 24 beers. And then I'll be well, pissing like a madman, and I'll be drunk, but I well, won't be blacked out. John there. The a second John. I take a shot, though, then I'm out. If I mix it with marijuana, then I'm out. Oh, but, yeah. but 24, yeah. Oh, yeah. You start mixing, yeah, you I get know. fucked up. Yeah, you I have are. to say, if um, if I don't drink beer, I don't really drink alcohol. I just occasionally do a couple shots here and there. <laughs> Once in a while, I have a beer. But if I was at a bar, normally I order Bud Light. Do you? I do. I'm not sure I would order Bud Light, though. Oh. I don't get on board. Not that it would make any fucking difference. One beer, and I'm not a drinker at all. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I wouldn't be sort of a kind of a passive participator. I don't know. Maybe I just wouldn't give a fuck, or I'd order it and not even think about it. Scared of the peer pressure. I'm not an IPA (laughs) guy. I don't like when my beers taste weird. I don't have to have them taste weird. I'm not. I don't drink to get completely shit faced. So I don't need an eight percent alcoholic beer. I I don't mind having a little five. Whatever I can no, drink I more. always drink light beer. I think I always drink Bud Light. Whenever <laughs> it's like, oh, what am I going to drink? And I always just go, eh, Bud Light, because it's like the first thing I can think of, and it's usually on the tap. Drew's I'm got not... the Dylan Mulvaney bubble bath picture on his phone Yeah, right I do. Now. Trudy, look at this fucking picture. <laughs> I 
Oh, I mean, how do you think these Bud Light executives like looking at that picture? Oh, my that picture is so stupid. That's the second picture. That's not the first one. But she's going, ah! And she's no. in the bubble bath, and there's all these Bud Lights behind her. In the other one, she's holding the bottle. But I'm convinced this is about a lot of commercials. Well, she's it's not guy, just so. about this commercial. I think Bud Light is taking the shit for a lot of anger about a lot of other marketing and people just going, fuck you, no thanks. Fuck Bud Light. If it was a product they had to have, they probably would just say whatever. Yeah, sure. But it is easy to, but there are a lot of products where it's easy to use a competitor. Well, you know what we see in the past, Drew, is we see one side of the political aisle get mad at a product and then the other side will pick it up. <laughs> they will. They'll pick up the pace. Why aren't the Dylan Mulvaney's? Um, Maybe they are. Maybe they will. So the Chick-fil-A thing, you know, what ended up happening when there was the call for the boycott? There were lines longer than they had ever been. It was like they the most fruitful time are. for Chick-fil-A. And, and sure, but I mean, like, whenever one side tends to boycott something, the other side will put their money there just to make up for the difference. That's not happening here, which goes to show you that perhaps... Uh, the trans community wasn't really going to jump on board with the Bud Light train. Otherwise, they'd be buying it out the ass right now to support Yeah, they would. Them. And women would be, too, because they were trying to market to women and other interest groups. That ain't but happening. I don't think women are obviously making up the difference. I don't think they will. But don't look at me. Just... <laughs> What's your drink of choice, Trudy? Like, what is your go-to? Um, okay. Because, so... I mean, mine's easy. For beer, it's a Bud Light, and then if it's a mixed drink, it's normally Crown and Coke. I went out Saturday night and had Guinness. Um, you like Guinness, really? I do actually oh, like Guinness, but um, it's also, what is that, Blue Moon? Blue Moon? Yeah. That's, a, that's kind of a fruity Blue drink. It's good. literally a dirty a blonde, drink. too. But you all, yeah. everybody's got their own go-to, like, you know, in yeah. a pinch, like, oh, here's the here's the uh, standard. Anything. Well, I'm in neither camp, so. Anything. Right. Yeah. It's but I, I usually drink, al um, like, alcohol. Yeah, booze. Yeah, booze. Hard liquor. <laughs> here, here. Hard liquor. Um, Robert Trujillo had a, a funny story that he was hawking about. You know, they're promoting 72 seasons. And the Metallica so, basis that nobody knows the name? Right. And, and, and so he's, he's like, I think on Blabbermouth, he points out that he washes his hair. Or, no, the secret to his hair care is beer and Jägermeister. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, do you, I mean, does he drink it and that Delicious. makes it grow? Or is it, does he wash? I don't know. It's just weird that. Somebody from Metallica is giving beauty advice, but, but I, uh, yeah, it sounds a little uh, tongue-in-cheek, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I, I mean, expect he meant he drinks beer and Jägermeister. They are all over the place, though. Um, I think Conan had Lars on, and they were they did that stint on Jimmy Kimmel. They're really working very hard. Why is Metallica? Album. They're just pushing this new album. Yeah, they're really. Uh, is it not doing it. well? Um, I don't. I think that that's what they do, though. Aren't they a machine? And always yeah, have they're a been? machine. They are. They so, are. are you playing it on mm, wheels? Um, we're not. We played it, but we're not playing it. <gasps> You're not playing Lux. At Lux, Lux Eterna. Eterna. No. Lux Eterna. Yeah, Lux Eterna went came. It started off kind of strong, and I noticed that you know usually when you have a new track that's a new single, even with a band like Metallica that has a lot of. I mean, they have a lot of streams. It'll be in their top 10, top five streams until it sort of doesn't become a hit, and then it'll either be in there because it's that big or it won't. And I mean, it's, it's long been off their top. I think what they get five. off onto is YouTube 
just people go there to because they put a lot of their videos up, well, little been, by little, dripping them out there. What I mean, what's good now? Because it's been out for almost two weeks now, just shy of two weeks, and most of the songs, at least on Spotify, have millions of streams. Yeah, no, they oh, get, the, the album is only out two weeks. Yeah, it came oh, out I didn't April, know it only April fourteenth. I mean, they Lux, have two singles Lux, out way before they, the yeah, album. They, yeah. they dropped those early to peak, and just when when they started selling tours out. Um, how many on views sale. on uh, YouTube does Lux Eterna have? This one has, let's see, <clears throat> where, do I, where do I see it? Here, I'll find it. Hey, the other thing is I think Aerosmith's going to 18 million. That's not bad. That, it, that's been out since last fall, too. So. Yeah, I mean, it could be more, but. So I think Aerosmith is for sure going to announce soon. Announce a tour? Yeah, they have a clock on their website, so you know what that is. That, Wait, you know, aren't they? Too. But isn't that going to be a residency? In his Aerosmith No, band. I don't think no? so. Really? It was in oh. Vegas, but I think they're going on the road. I, I saw a, um, I saw a clip of Joe Perry with the Joe Perry Project. <laughs> and, you know, it's weird. He looked like the most age-defiant person <laughs> I know. for so long. I mean, for somebody who, because I, I read a lot of the Aerosmith stuff, they were animals. Absolute animals. And now they did they did turn it off relatively at a reasonable time, mm-hmm. but he looked so absolutely unaffected by age. And then I just saw him and it's like all of a sudden he looks old. Like overnight he looks old. I don't I can't explain it. Oh, that happened. Maybe it was just a picture that was not, you know, Flattering. didn't have any yeah, it yeah. wasn't taken with filters I or thought something. So too. I don't know. I, I think I saw the same picture and I thought the same thing. Yeah, his face he looked old in the face and the neck, like yeah. wow. It's like but he how old is Joe Perry? Oh, I don't know, sixty something? Oh, he's older right. than that. Is he? Oh, yeah. Joe Perry is 72. 72? See, he looks young for 72, I think. No, he looks good. He looks fine. I mean, I don't mean to suggest like there's something horribly wrong with Joe Perry, but he looked positively like he was not aging at all. Right. Uh, and uh, and then I just saw a picture of him with the Joe Perry Project. Maybe the Joe Perry Project is aging him because he has to be the lead singer. Or well, no, he's not. He's not the lead singer, but also, he doesn't have, doesn't have Steven. He's playing places that don't have the great staging and lighting. That Aerosmith would have. That's too. true too. So, I hadn't thought about like that. That, that kind of a concert. Yeah, so he looks like he really looks. That's why Vince Neil gets. He looks okay with Motley Crue and <laughs> like don't... absolute shit. Um, Anywhere else he plays solo. I was just royally impressed that Joe Perry will not just sit home. Yeah. He would rather go out with a Joe Perry project and play for two thousand people right. than sit home and wait for Steven Tyler. And Aerosmith to go out. I mean, it's just yeah. a guy that just loves to play. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know how that that's sounds. Go to Nuno Bentoncourt. I mean, are they playing the old Joe Perry Project songs? What do they play? Can we have a concert? I have, I have no idea. Setlist FM. I'll look it up. Nuno Bentoncourt is brilliant, but Gary Sharon. Why do you want to be with him? Gary Sharon's vocals on vocals. I on thought Nuno those. Bentoncourt was. Oh, oh, Gary Sharon singing. Yeah. Oh. I see. So they just played the crowfoot. You want that? Uh, yeah. Let's Set see. I've got the rock and rolls again. Somebody, which is an Aerosmith song. East Coast, West Coast, SOS Too Bad, Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Joe Perry, solo song. Licking a Promise, Aerosmith. Fortunate One, Joe Perry song. Bex Bolero, Jeff Beck group. Okay, cool. Flying Saucer, rock and roll, Billy Lee Riley cover. Won't Let Me Go, Joe Perry. <laughs> Reefer-headed woman, Jez Gillum and his Jazz Boys cover. Quake, Joe Perry song. Mm. Chip away the stone. Uh, you can't put your arms around a memory. What? 
Yeah, Joe sings that in the uh, the band with Alice Cooper and Johnny Depp. There you go. The Hollywood Vampires. He doesn't sing it that well. Rock and train. Let let the music do the talking, and then the encore. That's Joe Perry project right there. Let the music do the talking. <laughs> the encore is lightning strikes. Walk this way. The train kept a rolling. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So they had a great version of Sweeping for the rolling. encore. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, just show for the encore. Huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really know what to say about that set list. It's pretty <laughs> underwhelming. Huh. If you couldn't tell. Huh. <laughs> did you do Luke Trudy? I did not. You did not. I, I Mark told me not to. Trudy. <laughs> Mark. No, we didn't. Well, not. we had already moved on. I didn't want to go back to it. Right. So you but did not do Luke. I didn't do Luke, do Luke, but I will say about Luke, um, he is reassuring when times are nutty and very helpful in any other capacity Good when cover. you just call to pick his brain about anything. Good cover. Which I did. I um, still consultation for anybody. Why Luke, Luke is a commercial wasn't good enough to do. Did we need to get another cut? Yeah, we wanted it to stand out on its own. Listen to Drew, Luke. That's not the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, my staff is just abandoning shit, but I'm with you. <laughs> Call Luke at 248 663 4748. That's a big part. For financial advice, security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FNRASAPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned, and other entities and or marketing names, product service reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated and our presenting sponsors, Hall Financial. And the spring buying season is here. Here we go. Inventory's on the rise. And they've got a great program. If you're lacking money to put down, they've got a 1% down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. So if you qualify, that's one hell of a bonus. Certainly worth looking into. Go to the Hall Financial website and click the link to get started for Hall's Above and Beyond 5-Star Service just for our listeners. And, of course, if you want to uh, maybe make a renovation or you're thinking about another home up north, Take advantage of the equity in your house now. They can tell you how much you have in five minutes. Call Hall Financial. Get started. 866-CALL-HALL. And make sure to tell them that we sent you. And sorry about uh, Juicy Lara and her amazing fart skills. <laughs> uh, there's been some complications. She needs a mental health break. Maybe next week. Who's, who knows? But tomorrow, Bentley will be here. And uh, let me get this YouTube contest going, too. I think that'll create a lot of inner competition within the show. That's exciting because, God forbid, you select a dud for our YouTube channel. Ooh, boy, that's could create some abuse. Oh, man. I know. Pressure's on. That is pre- That's too much pressure. Well, everybody's going to face it for a week. What can I say? But subscribe to our channel in the meantime. And uh, we'll see ya. Mark Farner tomorrow. Yeah. Mark Farner, he's at Mark District 142. Uh, yes, he is. Is it 142? Do I have that right? District 142, May 12th. In Wynot, Wynot, And Mark Farner, May 12th. And he's here tomorrow on this here program. See ya! We've got Ephraim today from House ID for this Napoleon. He goes by Ephraim, actually. I don't know why. Yeah. <clears throat> but we know who Ephraim is. Ephraim is somebody you were calling for when Mike <laughs> Clark cut loose. Some guy. Or Bud Mike. Bud Some yeah. mailbox uh, calamity happened to this Ephraim. Jeez, why don't you go cry about it? <laughs> Ephraim? Jeez, why don't you go cry about it? Where's, oh, here we go. Hello. Ephraim? Oh. <laughs>
Trudy talking to that butt Mike donut. Talking right through the donut there. <laughs> it's like punctuation. It is. Vicious butt Mike. A speaker breaker. Do we have a slow-mo? Hello. Afron? Ooh, even slower. Watch out for your speakers on this one. Yeah. Hello. Afron? I love how Trudy sounds in slow-mo. That is so loud when you turn up your speakers in your car or here in the studio. It literally rattled the windows. Turn yeah, up your shake radio. Turn your radio way up and then, and then listen to this. Hello. Afron? <laughs> and the lower sounds oh, like he's mooing. Tell me that didn't rattle your car. He does. You're here mooing. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what a fart, my God. Unbelievable. At regular speed, it sounds impressive. Unbelievable. Very, but in slow-mo, it's amazing. Hello. God, that's a blast. That's at regular speed. Listen to that. Hello. Afro. What is going on with your ass? That, I think that's Jeez. one of the, Could that be the most powerful butt mic ever? I think it's it. Maybe so. <laughs> it's certainly recorded. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Afro. Hello. Afro. Wow. Trudy has no chance <laughs> in, in the middle of that. In that. In the middle of that rough hurricane. That was just man. There's a there's a Those space though. If you look at it, uh, if you look at it on a waveform, if you were editing it, there's a tiny space on either. There space. is. Yes. Yeah. You could even tighten it up. <laughs> Yeah, there's extra space. Yeah, you survived in what was left. Yeah. Who's that that says, hello? <laughs> hello? He's in the butt mic donut, too. Yeah. Hello? Afro? God, isn't that amazing uh, those, that those two people, whoever that is, said, hello? And Trudy got in the butt mic donuts. Yeah. Who is this? The sound guy? donuts. I dove in. Hello? Afro? I mean, it sounds like literally you're trying to get something and then you're almost ducking. The next blast <laughs> yeah. is coming. Yeah. Yes. I freaking do. Afro? Hello. Afro? Wow. Listen to how normal I, that I, is for me. Now, that's, I know. For years, I've been uh, on, the, on, the le on the left hand of uh, Mr. Mike Clark. Mm. And you're left cheeked for some reason. Yeah. Trudy, no one has it always quite, rolls over that yeah, way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no one has quite the job experience that you have. No, <laughs> no one. That's true. No I know. one. I know. Tinkering yeah. with my resume, I, I wonder whether I should put that in. Oh, of course you should. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No one else can make that claim. <laughs> yeah, very rare. Yeah, rare uh, job very, experience. Yeah, I actually had a, a meeting here. with some people, some business people last night. Really? And yeah, well, it's, this Detroit Detroit Wine Organization they have these events, and, and they're. You know, working on some stuff, and so I went to meet with them, and they're all very distinguished, and uh, and they're all Ooh. like, "Hey, what time are you on tomorrow?" And I was like, "Hmm, should I tell them?" <laughs> no, yeah. no. Yeah. Should they be listening? And if you are this morning, that's it. Yeah, there, there you it go. is. Enjoy so the show. Me in a fart. Hello, Afro. Hello, Afro. Really, that is... <laughs> did you do it? I mean, two people were almost killed by that fart. I mean, just... That was a narrow, narrow miss. But they both seemed to be somehow playing some... They had some ability to yeah, predict yeah. when that next blast was coming. And they got in there just in time to get out. Hello. 
front. <laughs> and I'm guessing Ed Oak is a... Uh, is, uh, Hello! Efren, is that Efren? Where is Ed Oak? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's Efren, isn't it? Hello! Efren? Oh, it's no one on this show. Could that be the rescue personnel that was dispatched to try to save Trudy? And, and, and so there was like one lone fireman and her, and they both survived? Why is he Hispanic, know. though? No, Mark, it's, is it Efren, Mark? It's Efren. Oh, it's Efren. Of course, it's Efren. Wow, two people almost <laughs> wiped out. What relevance did uh, did contacting Efren achieve in the end? Efren Arangos was the mailman that was bit by a snake. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> How memorable. Yeah, and, and uh, he almost died there, and he really almost died with the hands of butt Mike. The Michigan score. No, that's not what to survive the snake and then die at the end. Efren. Hello. You have no idea. That is no so, idea how lucky he was. That is so incredible. Man, oh man, when that is turned all the way up, that is just a room rattler. Man. Smelly, but I love it. 